the glasses. What, what about the glasses? Why? I can take them off if you want. Yeah. I'm under a lot of pressure today, Katie. This is silly. I'm under a lot of pressure to win the Stanley Cup. You're I've not... made predictions. Oh, Jesus. We're going to win the Cup. Tonight is potentially... By the time this episode comes out, people may... We may be out of the, the running. Well, I don't believe... I believe we're going to win. What wouldn't the finals, if we made it to all seven, be Sunday night? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Game? Well, no, but I'm saying... Yeah, if, if we, we lose, lose tonight, one, then we're done. Yeah. Then we're done. So, but I've made predictions and promises to people. We're going to get this done. So promises to people. So behind these, uh, behind these glasses, I'm I'm very stressed out. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter, uh, the uh, podcast by a married couple. One of us is very passionate about hockey, and the other is just a supporter. Um, <laughs> Why the glass? You, you have to take them off. This is I can't even take you seriously. It's silly. You sure, you don't like my look. If we were outside, sure. The future is so bright. I gotta wear shades. Oh, sweet Jesus, you guys! It's been too much I'll for wear me. My sunglasses. You know what I'm saying, Katie? No. We have a big game today. I hear you. I'm gonna skate all the way to Montreal if we win. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get skating mm. tonight. Mm. Okay. She's not having it. I'm going <laughs> to. It's been, it's been a lot. I'm fine. I support. I, I do the things. I watch the games. This is easier I, on my eyes. Actually. It makes that's everything. Fine. It's just sunglasses. I can't even see you. I know. It's like we were playing poker for a second. Oh, geez. I know those member. Oh my God. Remember the office episode where, uh, Kevin Malone. Yeah. I want to say Brian, but that's his real name in real life. But Kevin Malone is like wearing his bracelet from, some poker championship he won yeah the, and his his glasses the 19, his little reading glasses no the 2003 world championship poker uh no limit hold'em yeah you know it was so champion fun. in atlantic city yeah you could say that i'm pretty good at poker and then he loses to phyllis and she's like it's all for fun i'm all in I, what's this she doesn't I even suck. know her hand <laughs> Kevin, he goes from being really he, confident always to, he's such a flip-flop though. yeah too funny too funny. Too okay. funny. But anyway, yeah. So uh, these jerseys are sweaty and hot, um, but I love you and I will support. Go Canada. That's it's amazing. I'm I'm beside myself. Every game is a gift, you know. And then beyond that, we have um, just the team keeps winning, which is amazing. That last one, uh, we could have been out. Well, I I was so frustrated slash depressed at the fact that they lost three games in a row. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck this. We Some may say so hard to just get here. And then we just shit the bed and get swept. Right. But you know what? They made it that far. I know, which is a lot farther than everyone except for one other team. It's so true. amazing. And I have to be honest. I may have pooped my pants a little bit when Shea Weber got that penalty with, uh, I think he pooped his own pants. Yeah. Or he, he was, was like mad. filled with rage. Yeah. He's a terrifying individual. He was beating up Braden Point throughout that whole game. I don't mm-hmm. know if Braden Point's going to be able to skate. You know. I don't know how you take a a shot, a puck to the leg from Hedman, who's like this. They're all giants, but Hedman's He's like more of a giant. He's a particularly large giant. And he shot, he took a shot. And Point is another player on his team on the Tampa Bay Lightning. And he got hit by that puck which happens sometimes like didn't was it weber that shattered 
someone's hand? Was yeah, it? he's he's shattered a couple of teammates' yeah. hands. Because I mean, you just don't tough. know, right? You're you're shooting the puck. And Hedman's a defenseman also, so you're coming in, you're behind everybody else, meaning you're going to shoot through a lot of people, through the traffic, as they call it. So anyway, he shot the puck, and it hit point it, in the foot. No, uh, it oh, was in the, be, in the between thigh. the knee and the 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 padding, so going up. Yeah, it was on there's like leg. a little bit of space where there's no padding. He was fucked up. He got off the ice right away, and I thought he'd go down the tunnel to like be looked at, and he was I on the he bench like... Femur. <sighs> Yeah, and then he went back out, and I was like, he's going to have a big bruise. He was running on adrenaline. Pretty much running on adrenaline. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have to talk about hockey anymore. I really Thank appreciate your support. God. Mm-hmm. I know I've been ducking um, a lot of obligations in life because hockey is taking over. My neighbor invited me over for more beer, which is fantastic. They have a <laughs> Monday night craft beer league. It's a guy's night, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. And uh, they know more about beer than I do, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um where have they been all my life? You know, I know some might wonder that it's like a little beer club. It's really fun. And yeah. I think it's cool for you to have such an easy friendship to cultivate one door down. Yep. It's just is a microbrewery. Like so 20 paces, mm-hmm. but I've only been to the club meeting once because hockey is more important than friendship. Well, that, I mean, no, it's just like, it's Monday nights yeah. and it's at the same time as a game. Yeah. And we did never thought that they'd make it this far. I know hockey so. in July. It's got to be a song written about this hockey in July. Probably by the Tragically Hip, since they like to tell stories about Canadian things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We are back with another episode. We've already told them. Opinions that don't matter. We won't do any more hockey talk today. We're just- Honky uh, tonk? I like honky tonk. Honky tonk. The honky tonk. Yeah. The honky tonk. Oh, Lord, I got the honky-tonk blues. Mm, that's a good one. It's yeah. an oldie but a goodie. Um, so, yeah, so we are. We finally got some stuff hung in our house, and it makes me feel alive. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, so I'm not a handy man. I am not a handy woman. And so... Uh, we hire people that are handy. That know how to do things a little bit better than us, and we could have figured it out, but it probably would have taken us all day because... Katie and I one time attempted to hang a picture and Her a TV. wedding pictures and the television. We did a pretty good job if you like to watch TV on an angle. <laughs> so the solution was to jack up the couch you with know. a little shim on the other side. So we, we sat. Just sit, like, just watch like this. No, we, we're just not good at that stuff. And this guy, that's like all he does is work with. An, one of my friends had an interior designer come over to her house and help out. And he does all the hanging for them. We for, can't afford an interior designer. No, but we, we can, can afford hang. the hanging dude. Yeah. So he came over and he was done in like two hours. It was amazing. In and out, hung everything. And it was funny because I was like, shouldn't that be higher? And he's like, well, no, you know, you want it to be in line with the furniture and this far so that it catches the eye and the eye goes up and the light will hit. I was like, you, you decide. Right. I don't. Right. I don't know. Cause I thought two things should have been higher, but there he, he said he'd move it if I wanted, but he agreed or he didn't agree because of such things that I just told you. Yeah. He did a great job. There's one piece in particular that we have, uh, that I didn't have hung, which is my grandfather with a bunch of salesmen mm-hmm. in the 19, I'd say we need it in the frame. Early sixties. No, I've got it in the frame. I just, I forgot to ask him to hang that one up. Oh, he'll um, be back. That's for the office space. But the one that I really am happy about is my grandmother's painting mm-hmm. that, so the story goes in, I think 1980 or 1997, mm-hmm. I was walking around uh, a pond where, or a, a small lake where I lived in New Hampshire where I used to canoe uh-huh. and 
there was this Lake one. Lake Willem Pompau? I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, right? Add a couple of vowels. Uh, the, the lake was really beautiful, but it, it was a playground for rich Bostonians in the summer. In the winter, it was a no man's land of like snow and pine trees. Mm. You know, it was really a pretty uh, idyllic setting. I saw this uh, boat that had been sitting in the the water. Like some, half in, half out. Like yeah, someone, someone lazily left. pulled it out and left it there. They didn't take their boat out of the water when the lake froze. They just left it there. But it was beautiful because the wind was kind of catching the uh, the sails as they were rustling in the wind, even though they were down. I just, I thought it was such a wonderful picture. I snapped it uh, and then I went back, you know, along my way and I didn't think anything of it. But that photo was shared with my grandmother, who is a fantastic painter. Yeah, she's very talented. Yeah. And she ended up making this, uh, this and do a painting and she gave it to me and I was, I was overcome with, with, uh, pride and joy, you know, like, I, well, it's cool wow, she chose my picture, you know, yeah. but as way leads unto way, uh, I went over to my uncle Kai's house one Christmas. He probably had another one, right? Cause she painted a lot of versions of the same thing. She did two of them. Of course. But Why? his was bigger. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I was, I was thrilled that she thought. So much of the photo, enough to, and it's to your do photo, yeah. And um, but I, I did, I did find that amusing. That I also Kai, have that Kai had one, a bigger one, that one of flowers that she painted. That's really pretty. And we have the birdhouse, uh, which she had also oh, yeah. done. She was fond of doing that because she's Swedish. She did the mm -hmm. the Swedish style. Of, it's like blue with little teeny dots and flowers and stuff. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, I love the the design from different countries. You know these. Uh, these elements that people bring with them, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's Portuguese, whether it's Swedish, whatever. And you see these designs uh, in North America. I saw a Dala horse the other day on someone's profile picture. Oh, yeah. And I just thought, oh, I know what a Dala I horse is. I know what is. that is. Yeah. yeah. Or Dalsa. I, I don't know. So you don't really know what it is. Well, it's it's like a Swedish horse. It's orange. <laughs> aren't the they fabled... like a red, a red orange kind of yeah. with white? And the dots painted yeah, the white on dots, it. Yeah, yeah. White dots. Or it's a little like flower kind of. Yeah, Anyways, but so. yeah, so we have all that stuff got hung up and it looks great. And I even told him, I was like, you're going to have to come back because we have things to, we have so many bare walls, as you can see. It's a canvas. But I think we should wallpaper some areas. Sure, sure. But it's just nice I to would like to hung. see that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm looking for a giant rock and roll image. Yeah. If anybody knows of someone who's selling an old rock and roll poster or a blow up of their record front or something email us at otdmpod at gmail.com because we're wanting something cool like something that everybody would know like a Jimi hendrix or a janice joplin or a, but i don't want the the or acd the generic ones that everyone no sees we want that. something weird which the guy matt that came over to hang everything he said he has some great leads and i texted him today to cool. find out what those leads were there's an image so. of Buddy Holly with Hank Williams. I mm -hmm. think it's Hank Williams. And it's wonderful. It's like they took it in a photo booth. It's it's a, a candid photo. You know, it, it wasn't taken by a photographer. And I think Buddy Holly has a cigarette in his mouth, which was not his image. You know, mm -hmm. I think he probably like got the cigarette cut. from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's a fantastic image. I was thinking about that or, uh, I don't know, just, just something that's more candid than, you know, the famous iconic images because... So often these images. You want like B-side stuff. The B-sides, yeah. Deep tracks, as they yeah. say. Yeah. And maybe a John Tesh playing piano. Uh, Ken, I was though. on his podcast or something. He's super nice. He was very nice. Yeah. He's, he's he really religious too. 
I think he does uh, have Christianity as a yeah, as a common thread, but he's super, no, super nice guy, great guy, and he's built a massive online community. I, I respect that. That he, oh, one hundred percent. He was Entertainment Tonight mm-hmm. as a host. Him and Mary Hart. I had to look it up because my publicist was so stoked. She was like, oh, "He's a big get," and blah blah blah. And he really was interested in your stuff. And and then I looked it up. And I was like, "Oh, I know him from ET." Yeah, and he had a bunch of albums. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fantastic guy, but he built a little. He saw it in advance. I think of what Maybe we could else get a Conway doing. Twitty when we could go old country. Ooh, we Conway are in Twitty. Te- we are in Texas. Get all the rhinestones. I don't. I think Conway Twitty was a Nashville guy, a Tennessee, but maybe not. I don't know. Nobody knows. Oh, honey, mm-hmm. you have a concert that uh, will be at Austin City Limits this summer in August. My dad told me, and then I passed the information along to you. Yeah, just last night. I haven't looked. But they took his saddle in. What's the uh, the city? San Antonio? San Antonio? I don't know what you're... Re- in his lyrics. It's George Strait. Yeah. He's going to headline Austin City Limits. In some, August, yeah. But it's not just Austin City Limits. It's like their... Festival. Festival. And so I'll have to look because I'm pretty sure it's probably sold out. Maybe but, we'll be able to find our way into it, though. You weasel know? our way in? Well, I wouldn't say weasel. But if I, I had to dress like a weasel, I would. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Just for you, babe. You, know, so you, you, you aren't even that interested. Maybe Linnea would also dress like a weasel. And she and I can go. <laughs> we'll weasel our way in. Weasels for straight, you know. <laughs> well, we, straight weasels. Well, oh, my God. Well, it would be a year. because it was last August when our tickets for his show in Vegas were right. supposed to have. It was like August 24th. And I was so bummed. That's actually my biggest, like, of COVID. And I know other people, I know guys that like other people have real problems. I was just really disappointed and bummed out about it. So it's so amazing I'll have to look into it and see if I can get tickets or not. Yeah. Okay. But well. yeah, that's exciting. And I do love George Strait. And yeah. He's wonderful. More number one hits than Elvis his Presley. Saddle. I know, you know, Amarillo by Morning or. I mean, there's tons of songs, but I don't know anything about leaving his saddle somewhere. I think I think it's uh, Am- he didn't leave it; he had it taken from him. I think oh, it's, I think that's an Amarillo by Morning. I don't know the lyrics that well, guys, but I'm trying to get a handle on the country music. He's doing his best. So. We'll we'll just stick with classics because you don't like pop con- country, even though I don't mind it because I just like any country. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, I don't like when they pretend to rap. So there's some rap country. country. Bubba Bubba Sparks. No, it's not even like that. It's like they talk really fast, like in the song. And it's just not country. Like country is about storytelling slowly. And, you know, I don't know, George Strait or even, I mean, Blake Shelton and them are good, but they're also more pop country. But Miranda Lambert has like held firm to her. She's amazing. Roots and she's super talented. And I even love the. Um, the ship Pistol Annie. Yeah. I was going to say, that's what I was just going to say. Ooh. I really like Pistol Annie's. I listened I, to them the other day in the shower. It's fire. That first album, straight fire. They're badass. Mm-hmm. Like that, they have songs like "I will uh, kick you in the groin and scratch your car with a." That's Carrie Underwood. You're switching over. Oh, okay. Well, Pistolani's <laughs> they talk about murdering a guy who's abusive, right? He abuses no, his wife. That's Dixie Chicks. That's Goodbye Earl. Well, okay, yeah, that's a good song mm-hmm. too. Uh, but now they're just the chicks. Pistolani's talk about, yeah, the Pistolani's talk about how they're hell on wheels. That's it, hell on wheels. Hell on wheels. Say what you will. I've done made the devil a deal. They talk about essentially. Uh, I dig that jam. Uh, what's the word? They're they date guys to get their money. Essentially, 
they're like black widows? No. No, they don't kill them. They they're, just uh, they manipulate the system in a way, I guess. They They're storytellers. It's a great Anyway, they're great storytellers. And they're great, they're very talented <laughs> singers. Yeah. And I really like that sound. I like Who are the other two Annies? So you have Miranda Lambert. Oh, I I'd have to look it up. Let me get look it up because I forget their names. Um, but they're both they both are Annie Leibowitz and Annie no. Letterman. She's a comedian. <laughs> No, I think those are the two other Annies. No, they are. Uh, I looked them up before. There's three of them. Hold on. Let's see. Ashley Monroe. That's the one. So Miranda Lambert has been a big fan of her music and they've been friends for a long time. Oh, cool. And so I have some of her songs that I also have downloaded because I found her. And then she's part of the Pistol Annies. And then um, Angelina Presley is oh, the cool. other one. I wonder if she's related to Elvis Presley. Now, it's probably a popular name. Jason. I have. I mean, I have no idea. She does have dark hair, but that's about it. That looks like Elvis Presley. So mm. I pre I'm pretty sure no. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, uh, yeah, I love country music. What can I say? I also love, you know, 90s, early 2000s hip hop. If you put them together. You know. You have a super group. No, I don't like them. No. Nelly, it's country like, grammar. See? I, sure. Um, but I feel like it's more, do you know when you like just the other day I was on my live stream cause I was announcing that my book is available for pre-order. I should have one out here so Go I can get it. show Go get you. It. No, it's okay. But anyway, I'll put it on the screen. Yeah. It's available. Pre-order yours today. It's beautiful looking by the way. I love the color. Cover. Me too. It reminds me of what's the Indian festival where they, they splash the, the I don't know. Cause it's not Diwali. Cause we did Diwali. Holly. Oh yeah. Holly. H O L I. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. It looks wonderful. Yeah. But anyway, I was doing a podcast or a live stream to let people know, hey, the book is available for pre-order. Pre and someone was talking about how they don't like cheesecake because I don't know, someone on the live stream was so adamant about cheesecake. It was interesting. I was like, I love it. It's delicious. And they're like, what flavors? And I was like, wow, so many questions about cheesecakes. But somebody was like, I like all the ingredients that go into cheesecakes, but I don't like them put together. And that is like country and hip hop. I like them both separately, but I don't want them to go together. They don't go together. Maybe sometime they will. No. Like rap and rock, you would never thought went together. But then there were Kid these. rock and stuff, I guess. Well, there was like Aerosmith and Run DMC, you know, Walk oh. This Way. And you're like, this is pretty darn good. True. So maybe there will be some, you know, Rosetta Stone that, that comes out. Like, uh, who's the guy? Uh, Little Nas X. Uh -huh. he, did, he did the song yeah, recently. It was like rap and country-ish. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Big hit. It was a big hit for him. Yeah, right. maybe. You're right. I mean, don't put it past anybody, right? I'm not a musical genius, so someone will. Worker, worker. Maybe what about something. chamber music and country music? You put them together. Oh, I think like, that already exists. Like Probably like Elizabethan era. Yeah. And also country music is so wrapped up in church stuff. True. That I think there's a lot of like hems type things. Right. Uh, it was Anderson Pock and mm. Killer Mike. We saw them speaking. He was so good. Right. Anderson Pock, if if you guys are not uh, listening to him, and I'm sure you've heard him and seen him, he's he's... He's been blowing up for like the last four years. Yeah, his last name is P-A-A-K. So yeah. Anderson Pock. Pock or Pack? It's Pock. I think. Yeah, I don't know. What a nice guy. Super nice guy. I have his drumstick over there, which oh, is yeah, pretty cool. Oh, yeah, because I got it and yeah. I gave it to Sean because Sean is too, he's too shy to go up and talk to people and I don't mind. Yeah. So, but he was awesome. We saw him perform, but we all, the better, not the better part, but a special part was the day before we saw him speak mm -hmm. uh, to the, the crowd and. Uh, with Killer Mike, who's very fascinating. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with all his ideas, but a lot of them. And I think he's one of the best hip hop artists out there right now. Yes. And Anderson Pock is just, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Run the Jewels. Yeah. Super talented. Anyway, 
we love music. I would like to know what people's favorite music is. I know we know from um, hearing what's the band. It'll come to me. Blue October. I don't listen to it. No, I, we don't, I don't either, but we have a member of our community who we've read many of her letters, Aaron. Yes. And that's her favorite band. Yes. So we've heard that. So she's already told us that she loves blue October, but I'm curious. What do you guys like? Let us know in the yeah. comments below. And if it's something from your country, wherever you are oh, yeah. that we don't know about bonus points because well, was I- it Christoph that shared that funny name of the band? He's like, what do you think yeah. this music would be? What? I can't remember the name now, but yeah. anyways, it was hilarious. And it was, I don't even remember what kind of music, but it was, it just cracked me up. So anyway, awesome. can I, I have a stuff. taste of your ice cream? Oh my God. You guys do you love that commercial as much as we do. It's for Apple. It's in the States. I'd assume it's everywhere, but maybe just in the States and the song it's about your privacy because the song in the chorus is like, no, mind your own business. Why don't you mind your own business? I love that song. It's a great commercial. It's so catchy. Apple has Probably, I'm sure they spend the money. Oh, yeah. But their marketing team is fucking amazing. Second only to the opinions that don't matter marketing team. <laughs> no, I would say second only to maybe like Geico. Geico's had a good run. Oh, yeah. They do a good job. Everything totally like, different style. But the caveman, yep. he got his own TV show. The, the the gecko did not get his own TV show, but he's still going strong. Yeah. Jack in the Box used to have a good marketing team as well. I am a gecko, not to be confused with Geico. Everybody knows that. That's the thing about their marketing plans is that you know immediately it's theirs. Yes. So anyway, there's I find I find marketing to be super fascinating. It's not my strong suit at all, even though you could see the quick, the like easy correlation between psychology and that, but. Again, not my strong suit. I think it's fantastic when you think about psychology and marketing. That's what I'm saying. It's I remember when easy correlation between. Yeah, I know that McDonald's spent a ton of money. I'd read some book back mm. in the, I forget the title of it, but they talked about some of the things that they had worked on in the early days of of their when like putting together the brand. Yeah, more so. What I what the book focused on was uh, interior design mm-hmm. in relation to keeping people comfortable for a certain amount of time. And then it's uncomfortable. You know, the McDonald's chair, you're there for maybe about well, 20 minutes and plastic. Then- so you don't want to sit on them very long, but Starbucks went the opposite route. I know they just gave you free Wi-Fi, and, but they want you to hang out because you're more apt to buy more. Right. Which is kind of true. Like if you stay there for more than an hour, you're going to want another cup of coffee or you're going to want to finally get that Danish or that, breakfast wrap or whatever that's true but it's just interesting i learned about it too because i worked at jamba juice back in the day and they took the mcdonald's model they didn't want the chairs they didn't want to be a place where people hung out yeah they didn't even give you chairs they made you stand on that a lot of them are are standing or they'd have these little stools that don't have a back and nobody wants to sit on a stool without a back right and they set the temperature to a certain temperature so that you want yeah you want to book Mm -hmm. it as soon as you get your cold beverage it's, it's really interesting. Wouldn't you like to be the scientist? Or- and the music. So the music in ja- uh, Jamba Juice was a little bit louder and kind of kind of annoying. When you work there, you're like, sweet mother, somebody turn this shit off. But people don't want to hang out there. The Gap for a hot season, Ooh. Christmas, Ooh. and it was the same thing. The music track was after 30 minutes. You're like, we're back onto this song. You yeah, know? you'd know right <clears> away. You're like, oh my God, we're back here again. Because you only have so many, at the time, so many CDs that were like approved because you have to purchase the music to like be able to play it in the store. You can't just take people's music and play it, like put on your Spotify or whatever. They'd it's like, warm in here. I knew you'd be warm in that. And you have jersey's a hat. heating up. We also put a hat on. I know. You like, you like p- box yourself into it. I'm ready for the game. It's hot boxing. Okay, I'm not talking about it anymore, but 
but he's going to bring it up periodically just to remind you. So um, that that video with "Can I Have a Taste of Your Ice Cream" mm-hmm. is the lyric. I don't know who Can the I band is. The crumbs from your table. No, mind your own business. So we we jam every time. It's, We're that. It's amazing. We're it's so people. catchy. But who is that? Is that like the Yaya Yas or the? I have no idea. We'd have to look it up. Yeah. I do not know the band. It sounds so familiar, though. It does. It really does. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Anyway, so I felt good that we had stuff hung up. There's something about that that makes me feel like we have moved in. I mean, still, we have a rug in this corner that does not have a place. And part of me is like, we should probably just roll it up tighter and put it in a closet for now because it doesn't have a place unless we redo the floors. Yeah. So, but I'm starting to feel like we're getting put together a little bit more. I have a terrible bug story. Now, Texas has a lot of bugs and that's fine. We're managing. I'm learning. I'm trying to adapt and getting used to it because there's no way to keep them all out. I think I've come to the conclusion that you just cannot keep them all out. But we've Why gotten not it. Just yeah. let the right ones in. That how what are there right bugs? The only ones I want are beetles because they eat other things, or maybe a, a spider that's not poisonous to us but will eat other things. Okay. But I don't, otherwise, I actually don't want any bugs in my house. If I could, I would want to seal it up, like the biodome, or not even that. Like I don't even know, like a hazmat. I wonder suit. if there's ever been a movie like. Oh, not honey, I shrunk the kids, but something like that where the person or the ant and the wasp where they shrink down to small size inside of a house and then you would go on an adventure but you see all the bugs that actually mm. live there, you know? I Imagine not, having to go into the vent system. You're like, oh my God. I would not want to know. But anyway, we can't keep all the bugs out and that's fine, but we've gotten it down to what I would call like manageable. It's still less than we had in the apartment, even though LA doesn't have nearly as many bugs as we have here, but our apartment was just like holy and not like, oh, more like shitty well it's a little disturbing the bugs here are different mm-hmm. we don't know anything about them if you've ever seen the movie the mist with uh, it's originally by stephen king as a novel mm-hmm. but uh where the mist comes in these was that the, where the video game came from too because my brother had this computer video game called the mist no mm. that was something different mm. excellent game oh although you had like, to be a master plumber to you know you walk to one side of the island turn a va- uh, faucet and then you go anyways it was stupid i hated that game right but the mist was where the the mist came in and there was a tear, an interdimensional tear in the fabric of... Oh, kind of like Stranger Things? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then these creatures were coming through, but they'd come out of the mist. And they and so everyone was like terrified and living like society... Where did Stephen King come up with this shit? I don't know, man. I don't His, need to be terrorized. Right. So that that happened, though, the other day. Well, it didn't. That's It wasn't like that. Sean was out in the garage. No, 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 no. This, this is something else. I, I went out... Uh, at the you end have a of different your story. bug story? Yes. Then go with it. I'll tell mine next. Well, just basically, whenever I go up to the window now, when it's raining and misty, and because it's hard to see sometimes, there's so much cloud that kind of rolls through our yard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you get close up to the window, out of the mist appears like uh, mosquitoes. They they just come to the window. They're waiting for you in the mist. Mm-hmm. It's a little disturbing. The mosquitoes are like almost as bad as them in Montreal. It's like, uh, mosquitoes in the mist, gorillas in the mist, gorillas. Um, but these are mosquitoes in the mist. Yeah, not Texas. as romantic or nice as gorillas in the mist. Although Raymond told me about picaridin, I think I'm saying that right, which is it's like a pepper type uh, a formulation, like a chemical compound that you can put on your skin. It works longer than DEET. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned from people in our community, especially Raymond, is that DEET wears off. You have to keep her applying it, but picaridin can stay on for like 12 hours. Makes you spicy. 
It's so spicy. And they just, and he put it on the other day where he normally gets bit when he's mowing the lawn or out pulling weeds and they did not get him. And so he's getting this stuff to spray on your clothes. And I was tempted to order it from Amazon. He gave me the link. Cool. Thanks Raymond. But, um, our audience is great. They've also been helping me out with the Wi-Fi problem, the Wi-Fi. Mm. But that is yet to be figured out. Um, but my bug story is that the other night when we came home from dinner, because we went out to grab just a quick bite, like pizza and a charcuterie board. So fancy things like charcuts. And we come home and on the wall. So when we walk into the back door, it's it's like open to our kitchen and living room. And we don't like our walls are not filled with a bunch of things. I see this big, probably like, what do you think, two, three inches long? Yeah. Yeah. Of a moth on the wall. And I get I get up to it because first I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is that like some, because there's bugs I don't know here. But that, I was like, that's a wood moth. I know what that is. And moths are like my mom's kryptonite. My mom, if there's a moth, like if she came home, my mom's not a screamer. You know this. She's a tough lady. But if she came home to that, she would have screamed and run into the bedroom until she was. we were sure it was dead. And we have to show her the dead carcass as we flush it down the toilet. I don't understand why people are terrified of moths, yet they love butterflies. Well, I was just talking to the butterflies of the night. I don't, I don't really like either of them, but I don't hate either of them. They don't like, but I don't want it in my house. Is it because a butterfly flies like all loosey goosey, like Phoebe Buffay ran around on friends, you know, like she did the freestyle running Mm. and then a moth is like direct. I think butterflies are pretty and moths are creepy. Just because they have a darker pattern, like I a, think so. Yeah, the one from Silence of the Lambs is definitely yeah. It looks looking. like eyes. It's fucking. They a lot of them have that to protect themselves from predators. From birds, yeah. But so anyway, we see the moth on the wall, and it's up high. And I'm like, I should. You think I'd learn my lesson? Because I love you, but you're not that great at killing things all the time, and they get loose all, a lot. I'm a pacifist. Well, Sean is like, oh, because I said, oh, let me go get it. And he's like, I'll get the broom and knock it down or whatever. So he does. He gets the broom and he knocks it down, and it just goes crazy, right? The, but in the hopes that I can capture it and release it outside but That's they usually why. don't let you like it's like we tried to capture that cricket it, like killed itself it yeah. like impaled itself on purpose so anyway the moth is freaking out and sean knocks it down with the broom and then tries to scoop it between the broom and the dustpan and then the thing just it will not be held and i was like kill it honey you have to kill it it's flying around like a fucking maniac and then he whacks it with the broom and then it flies directly into this stupid ugly chandelier that i hate that's in our dining room table flies in there and we have the light on and then it like promptly hits its head enough and then it is like looks like it's dead and i leave the light on because i'm like i don't trust that motherfucker i think he's playing possum and so i shut the door of our bedroom as we go to bed because i'm like i don't trust him and i can't get him out of there unless i unscrew the light bulb out when i'm flying out i'm like i'm not ready for this and the light bulb's too hot a lot of factors then we wake up in the morning and i'm like i'm gonna go make sure that thing is dead and flush down the toilet and homeboy's gone so where the fuck is that moth? Katie, you have a bit of an obsession with, uh, and not this particular bug. I understand because of its size and weight. It's huge. Yeah. It's like in our house somewhere, like eating something. But you hunt bugs all day long. You're like a kitty cat, you know? Going well, I don't cat. like them and I'd rather know where they are. I know, I know. But you spot them. Like you're always, on, you're hyper vigilant about the bugs. I am, I am. Even today when have, I was looking around for that moth, I was like, I'm like, I have like PTSD or it's like hypervigilance of bugs. It's interesting. So we both walked around. Mm-hmm. We looked. And we tapped on everything that's fabric. But before Sean had even swatted it, I already closed my office door and our bedroom door. So anything that was important to me that I had to use was closed off from said moth. Yeah. 
So we still don't know where he is. Um, he's been wounded. We will notify his family once we find the fucker. But we Jeez. don't know where he is. So that was terrible. And I was very, uh, I'm still, I still don't like it. I almost had a terrible accident uh, yesterday. You did. So I take a lot of vitamins every day. There's a variety of them. Whether they're working or not, I don't know. Nobody but- knows. Now, how do you know if a vitamin is making you is working properly? Like, are you supposed to feel better, or is it a placebo effect, or is it I just mean, your panels from a doctor? Well, there's a lot of things. Panels from doctors are important, especially if like we take Balance of Nature for like to bring our cholesterol down, and all it's supposed to be good for you, blah blah. And Sean has had high cholesterol, and high blood pressure. In the then past, it disappeared, and it disappeared. And so we're trying to just keep that there. So we do that, and then we take. I take like a fish oil mm. or glucosamine for my old, my old lady joints, uh, some zinc because COVID and other things. Vitamin C, vitamin D, fish oil. You, you know, we're into it all, right? We get quite a few things. But I think other than the panels, it's just if you feel a difference. Okay. But anyway, what was your accident? I think I do feel a difference. I mean, I, I we don't get sick, first of all. Mm. And then second of all, I feel pretty good even we though don't I need get a vacation. sick we don't get uh colds uh, i mean knock on wood yeah so i i here's my routine mm-hmm. i take all the vitamins out and there's like 28 of them you know and i put them in my pocket it's like five and then i go to get water and and this is pretty funny so because sean has a problem that has now led to this potential accident right uh i i'm in the kitchen i get the water i got a pocket full of vitamins and as i'm Not walking rainbows vitamins yeah as I'm walking, I've got a pocket full of vitamins and I'm I'm gobbling them down because you can't take that many vitamins all at once. You so take you, like one or two at a time. I usually pop like three or four at a time. Like I just, and then I pour the water and down. And just so you guys know, the balance of nature, you take six a day. Right. So if you're like, how do you have so many vitamins? Just That's why. Got to wet your mouth and let it slide down your gullet, Phyllis. <laughs> yeah, dip it in the water, slide down your gullet easier. Okay, so you're you're taking your vitamins. I'm, I'm popping them. Oh, I also have another problem though. And you 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 brought this up. So this is a separate problem that mm-hmm. I've, and I didn't know this problem existed, although I'd heard other people talk about it. Guitarists are always losing their, their guitar picks. Everywhere. They're I, everywhere, you guys. Everywhere. I find them. Laundry machine. Uh, laundry machine. On the floor in the kitchen. Um, in the pantry, I found one. Yeah. On the kitchen table. In the living room, they're all over because that's, you're getting closer to the source. <laughs> and then in your office, I'd assume they're there too. Right. I mean, if I fell down a well at some point in my life, which I hope doesn't happen, you could probably trace the guitar picks to the well. Yeah, it'd be like it's cookie crumbs. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so I'm I'm walking. Sure, out of the they kitchen. can see where this is going. Yeah, and I'm I'm gobbling down my vitamins out of my pocket, and I'm wearing a pair of shorts that I'd previously worn, and. And I, I throw down a, the second handful of vitamins. And by this point, I'm thinking about other things to do in the like office. walking I, through the kitchen, like heading back to the office. I don't multitask very well. And so all of a sudden, I I, I choke. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Katie, I almost killed myself. And I was like, what'd you do? And he's like, it's pull- a guitar pick. <laughs> <laughs> it made it to the back of my throat, but it didn't go down the gullet. Uh, and but it was like stuck like you like sideways <laughs> you know like it, it went perfectly down sideways like uh boy I, I thought i was gonna be in trouble but no my quick reflexes because i'm athletic i guess you know his throat is athletic his esophagus worked overtime <laughs> shot that thing back out and he pulls out this guitar pick and he's like it felt a little flatter than the others and i'm like 
oh my God, you don't look before you throw them in your mouth? He's like, no, I just reach in my pocket. I'm like, you could be eating pocket lint and who knows what. Well, that has happened actually recently. I did have a little (laughs) pocket lint accident. I didn't want to tell you that so you didn't think I was dumb. Well, I think your system is (laughs) broken. I know. I'm going to be a little bit more. As I get older, I have to get smarter, right? So I take them out of their bottle, put them in my hand and take them immediately. Oh, yeah. It's not his system. It's not efficient. You know, you got to do two things at once, like race to the kitchen. And choke yourself. Yeah. Yeah, When you said you almost had an accident, I was thinking it was when you put on your flip flop and almost killed yourself. Oh, yeah. That was also another. (laughs) He slipped. I don't know if it got, you got water or what happened. He was trying to put his shoe on or get his shoe off or something. Get his shoe off. You're coming in. And he didn't get his foot out of his foot. I thought he was going to face plant. (laughs) And I was like, get to the carpet, hit the carpet. Don't hit the tile. It was okay. It's all he, right. I'm a caught, professional because he caught his footing there. It was okay. Had I fallen, my ninja skills would have got uh, kicked in, mm-hmm. and I would have just rolled, mm. tuck and roll, tuck and spring roll. back up. Yep, somersault time. Yeah, it's fine. In mm. the shower, you know, when you wash your feet in the shower, it's always just like a you know fifty fifty chance you're going to hurt yourself. Just yesterday, because we were in a hurry, because I was like we were both sweaty because Sean was in the garage, and I had just done my my like. Uh, my workout on the rebounder on the little trampoline thing. It's kind of fun. Anyway. We were both sweaty Betty and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll hop in the shower first. You, you know, wrap things up. We'll get ready. We'll go grab food before this place closes. And I was washing my foot and I was impressed because I, I, you know, give, I think this is due to the fact that I've been doing yoga, mm-hmm. but while I lost my balance or my footing, cause it was a little slippery, I jumped on one foot and pushed it and then put the other foot down. And I was okay. I think that's where you really, and I was like, Phew figure out if you're an athlete or not in the shower when you get slippery how do you react do you hit the ground like my mom did that one time and and there's no shame i've fallen many a times too but sometimes you make a miraculous recovery and you're like man if i was wearing clothes in the shower i could post this online but i can't yeah because you're naked yeah i mean unless you're unless you're that. that one that type of person but remember that time in orange county at the apartment when i lived with nicole when i slipped and the little plug oh, yeah. went under my big toenail partially, and then I lost my toenail. Yeah, that's the worst. That was, t- even thinking about it, I'm like, oh, like when it happened, I was Oof. like, oh my God. And then it like, Ugh. that just gave me shivers thinking about it's that. It's bad. That's like so be breaking careful. your knee. Yeah, so maybe right. sit down. Maybe we should be sitting down and washing our feet. Maybe we've reached that stage of our life. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a bench in the shower. That'd yeah, but when we redo the, the shower, I'd like to have a little seat. I also want to have a shower with like 90 shower hoses or not shower heads, you know? Yeah, so you can, it's like you're you're a car going through the wash. The richer you get, the more shower heads you get. Is that how Maybe that Maybe one day we'll be, yeah, like a car wash. Oh, I just thought you when if, you re, if you're going to renovate, We'll have to ask Kristoff. He's renovating his bathroom. Just, Are you putting in 75 shower heads? Yeah. Let's hope so. Hmm. Should we get into some letters? Or we do can. you have more things on your list? Well, last but not least, something I'm discovering about Texas mm-hmm. is that there is a lot more cuisine than what people give it credit for. Oh, yeah. There's like anything Ethiopian. We have a Brazilian place that we've driven by. We had Iraqi Mediterranean yep. food. They have Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Everything is here. Everything. And I thought it was going to be homogenous and just barbecue. And in fact, they do we, have barbecue. And it's one thing LA does not have is barbecue. Mm. I mean, Baby Blues yeah, is the but only place. Not like here. Everyone sells barbecue. You go to the gas station here. Oh, yeah, there's this place at the gas station, which is called Smoky Joe's or something. It's like at multiple gas stations. We saw it once out 
toward Lakeway off. Like I know. 20, I was like, there's so many people. After 22, 22, I think. Why are so many people here? I thought to myself. There were so many people, you guys. I'm not just. It's a like, busy gas station. In order for us to get gas, because it's when we were, were we looking at houses at that point? or were No, we, we were just moving. Moving here? Yeah. Um. Anyway, by the time it took Sean to get gas and get the receipt, I we'd seen like 15 people go in and come out of there. It was, Stuff it was in their lunch faces hour, with ribs. But they were like, or like a sandwich, Who like buys a brisket ribs sandwich. From, from a gas station, I thought to myself. But it must be good because people were lining up. Yeah. These things are creaking. I can hear them in my headset. I hope they're not. I don't think they're hearing it. In the, okay. But I hear it a little bit, mm. but it's okay. All right. You wanted your glasses, so you're very adamant about this glass thing. I'm really embracing this stage of my life. Well, you need to get life. your prescription glasses. I know. I've got the paper on my desk. I know. I've seen it. Oh, uh, one last thing on yes. the accidents. Oh, huh? uh-huh. uh-huh. There is uh, a friend of ours who has a friend. So it's a friend of a friend okay. sort of deal. And they had sent over foot treatment, uh, barefoot essentials. Oh, yeah. Dana. Dana from uh, Barefoot Scientist. Barefoot Scientist. Yeah. I believe it's Dana. Fantastic. So I'm. It's a friend of Ryland's. Okay. But she f- likes my stuff anyway and just sent me some stuff. So she has an, the baby foot peel stuff. And I like that. It's called the reboot. The reboot. Which is very clever and oh, I like it. I like that. Very yeah. punny. I'm wearing it as we speak. Well, not as we speak, but. No, so he what, has done the treatment, which is a 90 minute treatment with the booties on. And now he's waiting for his feet to peel off. Yeah. They're going to molt like a snake. I've done it before and boy, it feels great. We've talked about it before when it comes off, your foot feels like kind of dewy, like a, a newborn was just born, mm-hmm. you know, new foot. However, there are things that I forgot about this process. One, when you have the booties on, you can't walk around because you, mm-hmm. you're going to slide inside of a little You'll wet kill yourself. gel mess plastic booty that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, as soon as you've taken it off. Your feet feel tight. Tight. And the next day they feel even tighter. Like they're wearing a sweater and, and, and they're too they small. And they almost a little weird. Like it doesn't quite, can't breathe. And then stage 17, which is happening today, is they are shiny and slick. So on the carpet when I'm walking. Oh, it's like slippery almost. Oh my gosh. Like I'm on skates or like I'm on ice, you know? Weird. So I put the lotion that comes along with this to like ease the stress. Mm-hmm. Wonderful lotion. Thicker it is than, the best lotion. Right? I'd, I'd buy it again, I think. I mean, no, we didn't buy it. It was a gift, but I would purchase this. It's really good. If you have dry feet, I highly recommend it so that, you know, when you go out in summertime, people don't laugh at you. Now I have confidence. I go to the pool. I'm like, hey, look well, at it these helps bo- with, dogs. It helps with cracked heels and stuff. Yeah, I don't have them anymore. And so. they also give you a little loofah and you can scrub in the shower. You're holding out on me? I haven't seen the loofah. Well, we have our one that we haven't Oh, the used. pumice stones. The pumice those, stone. Those it's the great. same kind of thing. The okay. pumice stone, not a loofah. It's a pumice stone. Right. I apologize. Yes. Right, right. Where did you get those, by the way, those pumice stones? On Amazon. It's uh, My mom some... likes them. Oh, okay. I like them too. They're they really do a good, good job. Yeah. They're the best I've ever had. Yeah. So my feet are looking fine. It's summertime. But it was but slippery, almost accident. Yeah. Well, I I came racing out of the uh, out of the back room because- uh, the TV was being delivered. Oh yeah, we got our TV, but it's not hung yet. And Sean could not be more excited. Yeah. Well, I've been looking at 1080 for a very long time, but I would like 4K, but I just couldn't bring myself to find to do the pricing, you know, uh, upgrade. And we didn't really have the space to get a bigger one in the apartment. Um, no, yeah. but uh, we purchase our, our camera gear, our microphones from one particular- Yeah, B&H. Yep, we like B&H, B&H photo and H. video. I always want to say, because- it's B and H, which is close to C and H, I think. Isn't that the sugar? It's like B and H, B and H. Mommy uses it to bake her cakes. 
bakes the greatest cookies. You don't know that song? Lost me. Do you guys know that song? I think it's C&H is the sugar. It's a sugar company. Anyway. Okay. So B&H had this TV on sale. It was too good to be true. It was $1,000 off. And I thought, you know, my inner, um, mm -hmm. my inner deal finder, you know, the radar was going crazy and I couldn't handle myself. But I, I, I put it in the shopping cart. I was going to abandon the shopping cart. But then I looked around and sure enough, this thing was $1,000 off. It was amazing because someone had opened the box. At the store, never... but never took it out of the, I, I called and I asked and they said, no, it's, it's brand new. So I ordered it free shipping on top of that. It's coming from New York to Austin, Ooh. Texas. Yep. In my excitement, I made a mistake. And this was a month and a half ago. We told you about this, I think. Yeah, I sent it to Santa Monica. Now it, it arrived at our apartment, but luckily it was just the the thing that it hangs on, the bracket. And our our lovely friends, Mindy and Derek, were like, This says Sean's name on it. Do you want us to ship it to you? And I was like, Oh, yes. And then I was like, Sean, you sent it to the wrong address. Right. So I promptly get on the phone and I, I've been handling it ever since, like a champ, I think, every day. I get on with B&H, with their customer service, who I think is exceptional. In this instance, they kind of fell short, as well as the shipping company, because I had to track down my merchandise because it goes through freight shipping. It was all over the country. It went to Santa Monica, then it was stuck in San Mateo. It went up to the, the Bay Area, then it came back down the Bay Area and back down. <laughs> uh, you know, anyways, it finally Sacktown. arrived. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took a month and a half almost for yeah. the thing to show up. Whew. The playoffs are almost over. I'm going to get one game, two games out well, of we it. we got one Maybe already. I'll get four games out of it. We got one, so we're going to get two. Yeah. The very least. That's right. Every game is a blessing. Every... That's yeah. amazing. I love, I love <laughs> you. I love you. Anyway, so the TV showed up. I run around the corner because the, the freight company called and said, your TV's here. I run around the corner and I eat shit. Oh, you fell down? Oh, my God. I Not only did I fall, I hit my head on the tile here. Like Really? You didn't even tell me. <laughs> no, I popped back up. I was so. And our housekeeper lady was here. Did she? She was see... here. She saw. Did she see you? She saw me go down. Did she say, "Are you okay?" Yeah. She. <laughs> but my Spanish is pretty bad, so I was like, "See, see, see, see." I jump up and I run to the door, <laughs> and I I run outside, and the guy is looking at me like I'm a lunatic, and I'm like, "Hello, hello," but you know, like I just struck my head. <laughs> Anyways, I was Honey, pretty excited. You gotta... We got to get you figured out. Here. I know. So beware if you do foot treatments, you must, you know, take precaution, get some, some, uh, we'll wear some slippers, double-sided tape or something. I don't know. Slippers is easier. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You ready to get into it? <laughs> Let's. You didn't even tell me you like knocked your head. Katie, I do so many things during the day that I don't tell you about because I'm ashamed. <laughs> you know, it's embarrassing. I don't want you thinking, boy, this guy doesn't, this guy doesn't have anything. Well, at least we got our health insurance sorted. Yeah, we are now proud members of the health insured. In Texas. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you want to get into these? I'm going to get into these. As you can tell. So we have to catch up because we, we have, we got a lot. It's okay. I think it's wonderful that we have a community that's willing to share their stories with us. Yep. What is opinions that don't matter without our community? I know. It's if true. If a tree falls in the forest. If no one's there to hear it. Does it make a sound? If a podcaster podcasts and but no, no one listens, it's still a podcast. Does it make guys. a sound? Yeah, still. <laughs> okay. This is from Ben. Oh, 
member. Ben, he was our, is he our technology liaison? He is our chief scientist uh, when it comes to all things space-related. Elec- space and electricity. Remember? Tesla. He explained why the electrical grid in Texas like had such a member, why people got charged a shit ton. So hi, Ben. It's good to see you again. And this, this email is, uh, the subject line reads, strange pet names. Ooh. I like it already. It says, welcome to the South. Howdy. I was thinking of unusual pet names, particularly those that kids gave their give their pets. My son named a cat Hot Dog Dog Water. Sorry, that caught me by surprise. <laughs> hot Dog Water. Hot. I mean, Hot Dog Water is hilarious, but I would want to name the cat then Hot Hose Water. Hot Hose just Water. To, just to mix it up. Hot. Do- so Hot Dog Water. Which okay, I have to. I think we've already shared the story way back, like at the beginning way back let's go way back it's like in our first within our first five podcasts because before covid hit the last thing we did is went to playlist live in orlando and we love the people at patreon patreon has saved our bacon and we love all the people who work there and we had the wonderful pleasure of going out to dinner with them and we wanted to go to this asian restaurant i don't know if it was like i think it was vietnamese but the wait was like an hour and a half and we were like, oh, no. So we walked across the parking lot to what said it was a Brazilian steakhouse. And <laughs> we we ordered, it's like a buffet. Wait, just so you know what happened when we walked in there. Just a little recap. One of the people in our group, I think it was Sarah Rose, yeah, said, like, hey, I think this place is also a strip club. Yeah, she's like, this place either is or used to be a strip club. And I, I was like, what? what are you talking about? She goes, look, stage. Yeah, stage, bathroom, VIP, lounge, champagne room. I was like, oh my God. I mean, I haven't, not to say I haven't been in a strip club. I guess I've been to a couple in Vegas for bachelorette parties, but I don't know them well enough to be like, this feels like a strip club. I know. But once she said it, I was like, now I can't unsee this. So strip club by late night, Brazilian steakhouse by early evening. I don't know. A Brazilian by any other name. You know what I'm saying? But Megan, one of the people that that used to work at Patreon, she doesn't anymore. But we went around the buffet and she got some beans, like uh, pinto beans, and everything looked a little suspicious. So I stuck to mainly things I knew be fully cooked because I was kind of worried. And Tom just got like the lobster bisque and she was like, eh. Anyway, we get back to the table and I was curious about the beans because they kind of looked good. And I was like, I don't mind some beans. Let's see. And I was like, Megan, how are they? And she goes, they taste like hot dog water. So <laughs> that's what that made me think of hot dog water. Uh. She's so funny. And then hot hose water be kind of a fun combo play on words. Okay. Anyway. So. Theo Vaughn does a bit about the uh, hot hose hot water. Hot hose water. That hot, hot, sweet, hot, hot water from the, the hose. He's like, and that crazy kid would take a big slurp off the, ho- the hose with that hot water. <sighs> so gross. We always let it run out. You'd have your finger on until it got cold. And then you'd be like. But yeah. there was that one kid who would drink the hot hose water and be like. Oh, that's yeah. Good. And I was like. Ugh. Okay. So funny. So funny. So, okay, back to Ben's thing. says, my son named a cat hot dog water. Mm-hmm. My wife, ice cream. And we named one Caesar after Little Caesar's Pizza. Do you or any of your fellow staff writers have any interesting pet names? Also, any opinion as to which of the three examples I gave you was the most unusual? Hmm. Thanks for all that you do. I think hot dog water is a pretty unusual one. I've never heard that one before. That is our choice. That's the winner. We didn't have any, oh, I guess corny dog. He that's a strange pet name. So, and I don't know if these are like pet names like you ha- your cat has a different name and this is like a pet name. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 
you mean somebody's pet name as well? Like yes, like, like his wife is ice cream. Well, because his wife's name is not ice cream, but it's like a pet name. But I don't know if the pet, if the the cat was actually hot. I love you, ice cream. You're the best. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't know if the if Ben, you must write back. Was the cat's real name Hot Dog Water, or is the cat's name like Lucy? And then he just calls it hot dog water as the a pet, pet name. The pets, the pet has a pet name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a real pet name, the actual name of our pet. When we went to the pound to pick out a dog, as we did often, like we've had, I think growing up, maybe I only remember corny dog. No, we had Bailey, Harley and corny dog. Mm. So corny dog, and it's just corny was his name, but I just call him corny dog. So any corny, we got him from the, it was my turn to pick. So Nickel got to pick the kitty cat. I got to pick the dog. You know, you kind of go back and forth and you get to name them. But Corny came with his name. So we went to the the pound and he was like a little puppy. Oh. He was a little, little, just a little baby. And he, he, there's a certain kind of pit bull that my mom thinks he actually is an English something. But we thought he was a mix because he was like found in a parking lot in a box. Like we don't know where he came from, you know, where his mama was, but he had what looked like blue healer on his chest. So he was white with black spots, like down the front of his chest and kind of up onto his face a little bit. And then he looked like a Rottweiler. He had the two dots above his eyebrows, you know, that are so expressive. And he was black. The rest of him was black. And then he had a little white tip at the end of his tail. Awesome. So Corny's a, a pretty, he's a, he's a beautiful boy. And he was a tiny little puppy. And I picked him because he was too adorable. It was between him and a Dalmatian, which looking back, I'm like, wow, Dalmatians, they have a lot of energy. And Corny was a much better pick for our family. They do. So that is the funniest name. When we picked him up, they called him Cornwell. Cornwell. And I was going to go with Cornelius, but Cornwell. Oh, Cornelius. That'd be fun. But anyway, we always called him Corny. Corny dog. Yeah, short. He's part of the family now. And he lived to be 13 years old. Not bad for, you know, a pound dog, I guess. He's so cute. Yeah. But we think he might be purebred because my mom was watching some kind of dog show and she was like, oh my God, that looks exactly like corn dog. And she sent me a photo and I was like, oh my God, I could probably dig somewhere and figure out what it is, but that's what he looked like. Uh, we had Chachi uh, in the era. Happy Days had just days been retired. And then Chachi and Joni was a sitcom that was shortly lived or short lived. Chachi was Fonzie's nephew. Mm-hmm. And Played by Scott Bayo, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so, but yeah. I, I don't even know. And he was very popular in in Chachi pop pop culture. So we named the dog Chachi. Uh, my grandfather would always call it Shotzi. Get off me, Shotzi! You know, he'd say <laughs> something to that effect. I'm mm-hmm. sure my family remembers that. But he was a wonderful dog. He was my best friend, and we had him from a, a small puppy. I remember where we went to get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a wonderful time. It is to have a dog. I can't wait to yeah, get a dog. A boy and a dog. I mean, a girl and a dog too, but, yeah. but he was wonderful. Not the smartest. He would uh, do things like one time we were driving down the street. We were oh, doing jump out. Yeah. yeah. He jumped out the window. And yeah. and I remember like looking at the window and where are you going, buddy? Like, yeah, what do you think is ha- going to happen? Yeah. And he tumbled and he was I remember man. looking out the window and he got up and he kept running after the car. It's like, he what an chase athlete. The, he wanted to chase the car he was in. <laughs> That's it. I, I wonder what was going through his brain. Like, I wonder if I could do this. I'm going to, do, no, I'm, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I he left, you know, right. another He's, time he ran in front of my dad when he, he was uh, bicycling. He was supposed to be running next to the bicycle, but then he, we, we had to wrap his legs. He was all cut up and everything. Oh, no. and he was in bad shape after that one. He always had <laughs> funny accidents. Yeah. Corny didn't have, Corny was actually pretty smart. Um, 
but he also was like, we were forever hearing from the vet that he was overweight. Oh. And I don't really think he was that overweight. He's a little chubby, but he's like a hundred pounds, but he's like a big dog. Like yeah. he wasn't, you know, and he didn't look like there's no roly polies. If he turned, he'd have like some little rolls. And I was like, like how, how dare I know everybody has a little, some rolls. And I was like, how so rude. But we'd had to put him on some diet dog food for a while. And he hated it because he, loved all the treats and all the things and he would forever be my mom called him a vacuum cleaner because he would forever lick in the kitchen on the floor all around the edge <laughs> under the cabinets like that little like for any scraps of lord knows what um and the thing that's funny is i do miss the sound so if you make any scraping noise of like a plate with a four, he'd come a running like yeah. like he could be in a dead sleep and oh, up he'd come and run into the kitchen because it meant if he got leftovers in his bowl sometimes he had a little meat you'd give him the meat oh my corny dog was so funny and anyway he was such a good dog yeah i really miss him and he was he had a good life though 13 years but he started getting confused in his old age and like he pooped in the house and he hadn't done that since he was potty trained as a puppy and he, I think he had doggy dementia. I know that might sound crazy, but he got confused and he'd be scared and he had like cataracts and yeah, poor baby, but he was so funny. I can't wait to have our own dog and have him run into We're the kitchen. Getting closer. At the, at the, the, the little house is sound almost ready. I know. I know. I know. Part of me is like, let's not rip up the carpet till they're potty trained. But if we put trial in, it won't matter anyway. All right, okay. let's get into our next letter. Thanks for so, writing in, Ben. Yes, and people do send in. Oh, and do you have any funny pet names of anybody who called anybody something funny? I thought of something. Lay it on me. We don't really have pet names. No. Honey, baby, that's about it. Um, but Don't be shy. I Sometimes you call me Snookums. I don't call you. I call you my hubby bubby sometimes. Mr. Big Stuff, you know, things like, uh, hey, super cool guy, or hey, dummy. <laughs> I never say things like that either. I don't say any of those things. Um, but I was thinking of the weird names. I think we might have talked about this, how PJ and his sister Chrissy got those weird names at that cult leader thing that they went to. Oh, yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, PJ, I'll delete this. We'll, <laughs> we'll cut this out. Oh, um, PJ had a Mondegreen and thought that you made an inappropriate. I feel like we need to make a retraction before well, I move into the next Okay, I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with this because PJ said, "Hey, buddy, what were you thinking?" Yeah, he messaged and Sean's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "So he last, said the most ridiculous thing in the podcast last week." Last I week. said we were talking about uh, oh yeah, Gulfstream jets, and I said, "Oh, that's the G wagon of the of the, the sky. sky, like a, a G wagon, like a, a Mercedes, Mercedes fancy, yeah, car. super expensive." And I said, "That's like the G wagon of the sky." And PJ texts me, says, "Dude." Why would you say Jew wagon of the sky? I was like, what? I didn't say that at all. He goes, yeah, you did. I said, no, I, oh my God. And then I was mortified. Like I got the sweats. I'm like, did I, did I say something inappropriate? Cause but I don't want There's wanna... no way you would say that. That no, was so not... funny. I was like, he had to mishear it. I'm not bigoted guys. And I'm not <laughs> so anti-Semitic. Not at all. And, and you know, I was mortified. I'm like, did something. And that's one of the, the, the difficult things about podcasting is you never know if you, if you misspeak by accident or. Well, it's just also it, there's the way that you're speaking and intending and there's the way people hear it because if you might heard not something that way. So if you thought that he said that, he did not. He said G wagon. Yeah. Show one here. Maybe this is a G wagon. You will see. And and uh, the, the G wagon of the sky being a jet that is super expensive. That but it's just funny. Even fly. when you say it now, I'm like, I could see why PJ thought that you said that. 
He also works in a loud environment. Uh, he does uh, commercial work, and maybe it was just loud where he was. And yeah, he, couldn't quite hear, but he swore by it, and it, we were. God, I was mortified. It was, it was. It was a funny mondegreen. Yeah. So, just in case, let's put that out there. Okay. Funny in a way, like you break out in a cold sweat, like you know, thinking you offended. Oh God. Millions of people. Oh, oh my God. Now Emily yes. has written us, and I don't know this first word. I will try my best. So the subject line reads. Sir Strumming, Mimosa Salad, and University. I'm excited about all these things. Okay. It says, hi, Sean, Katie, and the OTDM universe. Official high school graduate, university-bound staff writer Emily here. I got into my first choice program, veterinary medicine. Congratulations. Yay! That is super competitive. She's a smarty pants. We got yeah. a smarty pants on our hands. Well, veterinary... Yeah. Is it veterinary or veterinary? I always said veterinary, but I think it's spelled veterinary. Okay. All Creatures Great and Small, phenomenal show, taught me that it's a British show from back in the day. It ran for, I think, 20 years. Forever, yeah. Phenomenal, though, because you come to find out that someone who studies that sort of medicine is smarter, not smarter, but is it's more- It's harder. They're, they have a- Essentially, as a regular human doctor, you only have to know humans, but they have to know like horses, cows, chickens, dogs, cats, guinea pigs. It's amazing. So they're they're true generalists. Rabbits. Probably they specialize in a certain animal. Usually, but to be, mm-hmm. you know, to run a clinic or whatever. Yeah, Emily, you're a smarty pants. I'm excited. Yeah. Good for her. Yay, yay, yay. Says we spent the last two weeks finding and moving into this tiny apartment that is on the sixth floor and probably smaller than the elevator. Sean mentioned that he was excited to do some, uh, oh, to do some decorating. And if you guys, uh, and if you guys want to come to Northern Sweden and help decorate my tiny living space, I'll buy you lunch and a beer deal. I'm in. I mean, it seems like uh, we're straight up even the price of the flight. Right. And then lunch. Lunch and a beer, decoration. Also Northern Sweden. Northern Sweden. We get to see Northern Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Our grandmother is from Forlefto. Uh-huh. Skeletia. That's yeah, how you write that's it. That's how you but. say it is for lefto. Otherwise, I might just be living out of boxes for a while. I understand. Last time I wrote, I mentioned that I had been baptized just a few times. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Her mom went on this journey and her brother was hilarious. And as requested, here is some extra information and the picnic award. Let's see. So I was first baptized in Vitra, in a Vitra River. Vitra, Vitro, plur, oh, Vitro is plural. Are nature spirits, question mark, fairies? Oh. They're magical creatures that can be incredibly nice or very evil. And to be baptized in the waters and being introduced as a child is a way to keep the vitra on the child's side. Oh, interesting. So it's almost like... Um, Stunting the growth of the spirit? The, the, yeah, I mean... The it, wood spirit? The well, you're wanting them to be on your side. They want to be incredibly nice, so they're not very evil. I don't think there's a Christian So version. you try and drown them in the water? No, you you go into their waters and become baptized in the water. Oh, okay, yeah. So their their river. Okay. So my dad's family has been doing this type of baptism for over eight hundred years. So it's just normal, and I think it's kind of cool. That is interesting, especially because it's like a family tradition. Yeah, I think it's interesting when people are in tune with nature mm-hmm. uh, to the point where the rituals or whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, adhere to that as opposed to you know thinking about things that are off in the the sky somewhere like a cloud you know 
Oh, does that make sense? Like having your religion be more nature based. Yeah, yeah. So that you're not like praying to the heavens, whatever that means. Right. Into the cloud. Okay. I've also been baptized Protestant, Lutheran, Jehovah's Witness, LDS or Mormon and Catholic. Hey, no, they don't discriminate. I think I that's actually that. a good thing. Collect all 10, you know, get, well, get yourself the chip from each one. And then you get up to heaven and they say, actually, hey guys, we're Lutheran up here. And you're like, oh, wait, like, hold oh, on. Wait, you reach I got your that pocket, card too. You pull out your guitar pick and you're like, look, Lutheran Let me choke myself. Mm-hmm. Let me slide it down my gullet. Okay. <laughs> Catholic is the religion I've been baptized twice in completely by accident. While my grandmother was babysitting me, she had me baptized to save my soul. Again, from what? Are you saying baptized? Baptized. Bap with a P. Baptized. Baptized. Well, who says it that way? Frog insurance baptized yeah there's like a (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't sure if you were saying uh baptized okay well how would you say it say it again baptized jesus like buttons mittens you don't talk like that you weirdo bad mitten (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we were watching trailer park boys the other night and what did he call badminton oh I, i don't remember he I called forget. it Bagminton or something? Oh, yeah, bag Bagminton. Bag mar- mar- it was something horrible. Well, what happens, I'm, I'm just teasing you, uh-huh. but when we put the audio out for these uh, these episodes, mm-hmm. we have to compress it, right, so mm-hmm. that it sounds clearer. It, for instance, for PJ's situation, <laughs> where he called me an anti-Semite, mm-hmm. which he was just joking, but mm-hmm. you compress the audio, and what happens is it, it rounds out some of the the harshness and brings the highs and lows together so that you can hear things but it also sometimes makes some words sound funny unintelligible oh and, well uh, baptized yeah. people will know because yep. she already told us her story about being baptized all yes. the time so sorry emily i didn't mean to interrupt you go on so her grandmother had her baptized while she was babysitting her to save her soul again from what we don't, we aren't sure we still don't know agreed Mostly, she was worried my mother would never get around to having me baptized. Oh, boy, was she wrong. (laughs) Right? Your your mom couldn't have baptized you more. (laughs) Then when I was 10, my mom married a Catholic man, and she had me baptized again. I wonder which one you thought was the best. You know? Who had the best party? Yeah. who's, Who's got the best baptism? Right. I'd like to know. I don't want to be baptized by fire. I've heard that, you know, baptism by fire is difficult. Yeah. But uh, water, I saw one uh, during COVID. They were baptizing kids, and the the priest was so afraid of COVID that he stood back well, and he had a water gun. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like he's shooting them, and they're like, "Wow, remember when COVID was at this level?" And it shows a priest with a water gun squirting a baby in the head. Oh my god! Okay. So anyway, Emily's going to go out on a limb and claim myself saved. I'd say that's safe to for say. Sure, for sure, I would say also. As for who has the best picnic, the honor goes to the Mormons. But when you have an American missionary bring things like mac and cheese or Snickers salad. who Snickers salad. Yeah, I follow that woman, the Minnesotan, who's salads that aren't really salads. She made Snickers salad and it looks fucking delicious. I mean, it's really a dessert. And she said it's like a special treat for, you know, like 4th of July. Someone will make it. It's not something they eat all the time. But look it up. It's delicious. Okay. Um, so when they bring things like mac and cheese or Snickers salad to a Swedish picnic where we're eating sausage out of a can, there's no competition there. <laughs> Us Americans really know how to make a picnic a big deal. We make everything a big deal. Like the fireworks in Texas are crazy. <laughs> there was so much smoke in the air from the amount of fireworks that went off for the 4th of July. I was like, this I is I think insane. it's out of control. And it's not a dig on the United States. 
But I think that people love it and it's fun and it, whatever. It is, but it's also really dangerous. As long as you do it safely. That's I know. The thing. And you shouldn't have mortars with rockets coming out of them. You no. know, safety I first. Mean, maybe if you get a license or you have to take a class, not to say everything should be licensed and you have to take a class or anything, but it's dangerous. You're firing rockets off. Yeah. It's I not mean, a sparkler, you know? Jean likes to just take the fun out of everything. But their firework shows were amazing and beautiful. Sorry, I didn't mean to. And it was there. a lot. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay. Talking about salad. Sweden has a few weird salads. I'm excited about this. Pickled so, herring. Thank you for sending this anyway. Whipped okay. cream. No, it has weird salads, but the one that stands out the most is called mimosa salad. Oh, look at the picture. Oh, it looks lovely. It looks lovely. I love the doily. What's it's in so it? so pretty. We're about to learn. I'll leave you the recipe below for the brave, but it's basically fruit with mayonnaise and mustard, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that doesn't sound good i know hate is a strong word but dear lord from somewhere i can't get behind fruit and mayo uh very uh lingonberry and mayonnaise (laughs) Mm, Mm. little uh spicy mustard it looks more like apples grapes some oranges and mayonnaise you can see what's the is that black pepper it looks like it we're about to read, so just hold on. It's tangy. It's sweet. It's got all the things. <laughs> it's mimosa salad. So my fa- <laughs> my family tends to have it in the summer with surstroming, which is a canned fermented fish that is illegal to take on on in the cabin of a plane or open an apartment building. Oh, an apartment building is so strong. The smell is so stinky. Is that like rootfisk? Surstroming? Canned fermented fish? Fermented fish. That's it. Well, you know how fish sauce smells, right? I do love it, but it stinks something awful. You know, when you first get into fish sauce, it's a little much. You're like, oh God, it stinks. Then you come to really like it, that umami. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll just taste it. I'll take a little shot out of the fridge. No, you don't, but you put it on your finger. Yeah. It's not bad. It's like having pickle juice. Just throw it down your gullet. Pickled fish juice. No. Okay. So. It's illegal to take in the cabin of a plane or to open in apartment buildings. <laughs> I'll keep you guys updated on life as a Swedish university student. And please, all advice is welcomed. Um, okay, this is going to be in Swedish, so I don't know. Jag hoppas ant near Marbra says, I hope you guys are well. Yeah. I fucked that up real bad, and I'm sorry. I'm sure I did. <laughs> says Emily, OTDM staff writer. Now, mimosa salad. <clears throat> yes. Get your pens and papers ready. Should I put it on the screen, like as a graphic? Sure. So we can all make it at home and then we'll send Emily feedback. (laughs) Even her recipe makes me laugh. Okay. Mimosa salad. Two oranges, a handful of grapes, half a pineapple. Sounds wonderful. One apple. These are all chopped up, by the way. Half cup heavy cream. Okay. Half cup mayonnaise. Mm. Two tablespoons Dijon mustard. Salt and pepper to taste. Though I think no matter how much salt and pepper you add, it's not going to save this salad. Mix and eat. Mmm. Great gam gam. This is so good. Mmm. Or it doesn't say half a cup heavy cream or half. It says half. So I'd assume like half of a container maybe. Maybe half cup. I don't know. I, I ad-libbed there a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Emily. That is hilarious. And congratulations on getting into veterinary school. Fantastic. That, Keep us up to date. That is wonderful. Do you have any advice for young budding university students? Because as everyone knows, I didn't um, get past the grade three. So... You, could. you did just fine. You went to university. 
Oh, I drove by one once. You went for a bit. What's that line uh, from Steely Dan? The weekend at the college didn't turn out like you planned. I think Mm, that's a... I don't know that song. But I think for college, and I don't know, I don't know COVID is going to change things, but my thoughts always are to try everything. Like if there are clubs to join, join them. If you don't like them, you can always drop them, but get involved because I think what made my college experience so wonderful and why I want to go back and do it again, even though I would not want to relive those years. Do you know what I mean? Like I enjoyed the, the college experience, is, I guess is what I'm getting at, is all the people I got to meet and the fun things I got to do because there's never going to be a time like that in your life again. It's almost like people describing to me when we got engaged, like being fiancés is like such a short fun time and the only time you really get to be that you know then you're married for years but your fiancés for just like a short period it's like a special time and college is a special time there's a ton of like times in your life where it's like important that we kind of breathe it in and like enjoy it for what it is certainly you're going to look back on it and say wow what a what a distinct period in my life Mm -hmm. you know so embracing it yeah and just go light on the uh, on the drinks so that you do remember it. You know, you're not uh, out partying all the time. I mean, party whatever you want. I'm I, just kidding. But I think partying all the time means that your school won't your school will suffer, and yeah. then you might stay there longer. We had a dude at Pepperdine. This is what happens when you have a bunch of rich kids. There was this dude, and I'm forgetting his name. Not that I'm sure his full name, but at least his first name, Spencer. But he Chip. was older than everybody. He was like two years older, oh, yeah. and he'd been in school, but like homeboy just couldn't get it together. I think he was like drinking all the, he was like at every party and i was like aren't you like 30 don't you have class tomorrow <laughs> yeah 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 right i was like you should probably focus my parents said they'll pay for college as long as i you know right. go it's like arrested development like you didn't want to right grow up but eventually of. you see those guys who are on campus and they're they're a little you know you've been part of this fraternity for like eight years dave don't it, you think it's time he was to, he was part of he was a sigma nu i forget his name love Damn. to haze people right but when i was a freshman he was in year five <laughs> so you're supposed to do four but it does take some people another year or some summer school because if they're double majors and or, that's fine but or if you can't fit it in because you have to work full time like that there's no shame in it taking you longer but there is shame in not taking it seriously and if you're failing. 26 still living at the fraternity house yeah like there's a time on. to grow up a little bit failure like, to launch yeah he was definitely that and i want to say it took him another like half a year to finish right so i was like sweet jesus okay so but all in all i guess my advice is just enjoy it sign up for things try new things get to know new people uh, just put yourself out there it's a fun time to get it i learned the most about myself probably i mean 18s when i went to college but i'd say up until like 26 or so i mean i'm still learning about myself obviously but it was like that was a big growth period there like for college and grad school so yeah that's my advice do all the things sign up for a thing get to know people find other people who are interested in stuff like you okay this is from crystal are you ready crystal gale get my room my crystal gale t-shirt no it's not crystal gale but a close cousin anyway This is entitled, sorry, I tend to get long-winded, but it does not look like, oh, she did get long-winded. There's a PS even and a PPS. Okay, well, I won't. PSS. In in, uh, an effort to make things expeditious, Mm -hmm. I won't interrupt. I'll just listen. Okay, here we go. It says, hey there, Katie and Sean. Hey. I'm Kale. Pronunciation rhymes with jail, bail, male, gale. Like a crystal gale. Kale. Okay. AKA sounds like kale, just not spelled the same, LOL. 
I'm from the greater Vancouver area in the lower mainland of BC, Canada. I've watched the podcast for a while now after getting over the idea of how long it was and worrying about being able to process all the way through while watching. I originally was watching Katie's videos on her other channel and then the other podcast on this one. And I've thought about writing in for some time and even made a del and deleted a few emails. If you're reading this, I actually managed to send it in. LOL. <laughs> Anyhow, first of all, congrats on the move. And I hope you managed to get all the furniture you want in decent time. I know COVID put a damper on a lot of stuff, especially anything being built with wood. Yes, our bed is yet to arrive. Justin had that. Uh, I won't interrupt for that long, but Justin had that great joke. He said, I bought a popsicle and I ended up with $35 worth of lumber. Yeah, pretty much. That's It's a great joke. But yeah, built with wood is, is definitely a tricky thing right now. So glad you guys are enjoying having new space. And I'm crossing my fingers on seeing a pet or two running around. We are too, hopefully soon. Anyhow, on the last episode I watched, if you guys are still behind and don't read this until a few later, it was episode 66. And I'm referring to a few things in there. First thing I want to address is Elon Musk. Now, I get that there's people who dislike him just because he's rich and quote unquote made it. But nope, that isn't why he got a lot of autistics mad at him. Oh, I didn't even know autistics were mad at him. Elon Musk, first of all, tried to claim his Neuralink chip that he was working on would basically cure autism, schizophrenia, and more. Autism isn't a disease. Yes, I learned that. Um, you know, from listening to autistic people. But in his talk about it, he talked about it like it was. Is he autistic? Yeah, he came out on Saturday Night Live. He came out on Saturday Night Live when he hosted it. And he, I think, said that he was autistic. <clears throat> so maybe he views it for himself as it. I don't know. Well, everybody's different. People can view things in their own way if it's their own issue. But yeah. people outside of it shouldn't claim that it you shouldn't blanket other people. Do you know what I mean? You can say I struggle because of X, Y, Z. Like I've heard from many autistics in our community that they, they struggle to feel connected to other people and have other people know how important they are. And that bothers them, that disconnection. But I mean, we all have our struggles, right? It doesn't, it's not necessarily saying like, it's all because I'm autistic and I hate that I'm autistic. You know, I don't know if that's really how deep it goes. So anyway, back to her thing. She says, but in his talk, he talked about like, it was a disease even though it's not. Most autistics don't want a cure. Accommodations, sure. But to cure autism, it requires eugenics. Uh, basically, plus it's a brain difference. So even if a way was invented to resolve that, the resulting person would be totally different from whom they were before. So still eugenics, in my humble opinion. But I wonder if it was, if the neural link and what he was addressing, mm -hmm. I'm just playing devil's ad advocate right mm -hmm. here. If he's talking about alleviating some of the, this, uh, the 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 reactivity or the like yeah the issues that regulating that, yeah the the issues that uh frustrate people who are autistic mm. maybe uh, i don't know enough about it, it who are autistic or who have autism who are autistic who are yeah exactly sorry i no, but okay. I, I wonder if it's just uh alleviating some of the strain you know like yeah, uh, maybe you know I don't, I don't, because if i could get rid of brain fog or you know like, mm -hmm. you know something for me that i struggle with or like Sometimes I get anxious about things. If I could, you know, have a neural link, I wonder if I would do that. You know, mm. if, you, if you had, if it was a way to optimize so that you're always feeling, I don't know, maybe that would take away the, the human uh, elements. Well, of, that's the thing. It like makes you not you. I got to take this sweat fest off. I, I love Canada. Go Canada. Go Canada. But I think that's what she's saying is yeah. that then you aren't yourself. That's you know? a nice jersey. PJ sent that to me. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. It's a Nash jersey. Nash. Don't throw that on the ground. I'll fold it up. Anyways, 
I, I think her letter raises some valuable uh, points. Yeah. And, um, and then he said, okay, so we're continuing on. Elon also basically backslapped Dan Aykroyd when he said he was the first autistic or Asperger's to host Saturday Night Live. Like, no, Dan Aykroyd was and has, in fact, been out since, I believe, 2013 now. Maybe Aykroyd wasn't out originally when he was a cast member and maybe not when he hosted, but I'm I'm sure on that. But Elon still seems to be ignoring Dan Aykroyd. I had no idea about Dan Aykroyd. I didn't either. Hmm, I had never heard that. The biggest problem people have with him is using the term Asperger's. Yeah, because that's like a, it's a derogatory term. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's I like a know. Nazis and it, she, I think she'll probably explain. It looks like, yeah, it looks like she does. So the biggest problem was him using the term Asperger's. Now, it's possible he was diagnosed with As- when Asperger's was still used, but it hasn't been used in the DSM since 2013. If I've got the year right, that would be when they changed to the DSM-5. Yeah, 2013. Since then, anyone whom anyone whom was diagnosed previously was lumped into ASD, which is autism spectrum disorder. She is correct. Okay. Now, some people wanted to hold on to what their diagnosis was called before, but none really have given great reasons since most of, if not all reasons, basically came down to Aspie supremism, not wanting to be called autistic because you're higher functioning. So some people feel that way. The biggest issue with using Asperger's is that people now know that the name comes from uh, a Nazi that sent over 800 kids to the death chambers because they weren't high-functioning enough autistics to be used. Using that term today still frustrates many. I'm not Jewish personally, but even when I recognize it's a bad thing to use, especially when it's not up to date. Anyhow, now I do do not get, or I do get that not everyone knows the name origin, let alone that it came from a Nazi. I didn't learn that until like last year. So this is a newer thing I'm just learning it today. I was zero days old when i learned this so <laughs> but elon musk is you know he's very smart she's saying you'd think that he would realize it he's also of an older generation like she says uh, yeah. he was perhaps diagnosed with that label and i wonder if they still use it in other countries because oh. countries are different and he's he was from where in south the, africa yeah and then to canada, canada. so i don't know if that's a, another good question um, but the way Hans Osberger worked with autistic kids was not okay. And he had a lot of misconceptions about it. So ironically, the two people whom fled there for their lives that worked with him before the Nazis got too close were far more spot on to how autism is being seen at this point in time. Hmm. One of them even fled to the States and worked with Canner there influencing him. Ah. The DSM isn't the only spot the diagnosis Asperger's has disappeared from. It's also been removed from the ICD for years. So the ICD, I think, is what they use in the UK and stuff. So my guess would be it's worldwide then, potentially. Right. Most of the world doesn't even use that term at all anymore. Um, okay, I get the, oh, well, that's what's diagnosed, but attached to the term Nazi and the fact that it's outdated. So that's a no-go for there most you go. autistic community. We're striking it from our vocabulary. It's been stricken, or, hence stricken. Yeah. Okay. And she says, I know the above may have been dry and never makes the podcast. So next up is something more upbeat. We're okay. moving on. Okay. And I'm, I read like, I just didn't read the last few sentences there because it was essentially why we shouldn't use that. And we, it's been stricken. So it's been stricken. Sean mentioned Hans Christian Anderson on the show. And I was amazed that neither of you knew of him. No offense. I just tend to think of him as a household name, really. Sean was right on him being an author. So cookies for Sean, LOL. He was born in Denmark, but typically referred to as a Danish author for some reason. He's mainly known for writing fairy tales and what many parents have read to their kids. His early work wasn't for kids, but he was moved he moved into that later on. His fairy tales include 
he wrote the edgy stuff as a youngster in his 20s but as he got older he mellowed out yeah he went to children's about, things yeah. there's more money in children's books anyways i would assume so everybody <laughs> buys books for kids right. adults I'm we just, don't you know i'm just kidding i do want to write children's books to be honest i think that might be the next thing that i try oh that'd be cool a foray into children's books so his fairy tales include the tinderbox little claws and big claws the princess and the pea oh. and little idea flowers he also wrote thumbelina Oh, I remember Thumbelina, the naughty boy, traveling companion, Little Mermaid, and Emperor's New Clothes. I love that book as a kid. When you go to Denmark, there's actually a uh, sculpture in the harbor mm-hmm. of the Little Mermaid, I believe. Oh, and it's uh, maybe it's because of him. Sounds like you it. know, because that was one of his big hits. Clearly, right. He also wrote a small amount of lesser-known works in other genres, including science fiction, um, travelogues, and more. Admittedly, he was born and lived only in the 1800s. Wow, he's old. So I bet a lot of the stories, even if they bear the titles he wrote, have been likely updated and changed a bit over time and possibly even claimed by others um, over the years. That would be kind of crazy to like revamp someone's successful story and like claim it as your own. Like I wrote the Little Mermaid version 2.0. Yeah, Disney did that, didn't they? I'd assume they they paid for the rights to turn it into a film. Yeah, because, well, maybe they did. I'd, I'd hope so. I never know how that stuff works. Because um, there's a lot of those. Like, who was the guy who wrote? Disney's so big. Was but it I think Brothers they... Grimm that they wrote? Was that? Do you know what I'm talking about? They wrote a bunch of, like, Snow White and stuff like that. Yeah. They're really dark, dark. But they turned them into, Hansel like, and Gretel, I think. Yeah, is yeah, Hansel and Gretel. Is that one of theirs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I wonder, you know, I'd hope they... Oh, and she... <laughs> it's like I'm reading her mind. Okay. Uh, mind your chores you better mind your rules if you don't you'll be eaten in your sleep <sighs> okay i don't think he was ever known as the Grimm's brothers but i don't recall ever knowing the name hans christian anderson i am in my early 40s and i'm self-identified autistic though i did obsess over reading all the fairy tales and i could find even uh, that i could find even in my teens so it's possible it's more typical to not know whom hc anderson is Mm. i tend to have a bit of a jack of all trade knowledge depending on what i'm interested in and if i'm not interested in something i won't learn more than what's absolutely necessary thanks for reading i know i can just kind of go off on topic so i tried to keep things as simplified as possible which i know may still be quite (laughs) may not be quite simplified lol from kale now she says p.s I don't want Mark Rober canceled either, but he's another bad representative. Remember Rober? We were talking about the. Oh yeah. His son uh, is autistic. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen any videos with him. This was the first time he'd ever told anybody about his son. Because you know, it's it's not anybody's business. Yeah. Mind your own business. But he was, he talked about ABA therapy, I believe, and was connected with autism speaks, which people in the autistic community hate. So she says he's, um, but he's another bad representative as he went on so much, oh, so much negatively about his son and autism in his video and partnered with Next for Autism, which is basically Autism Speaks Child. Mark Rober, like Elon Musk, is smart enough intellectually to research what he wants to support and throw money at. And it should be a bad sign to anyone when an organization doesn't have anyone of the group that they want to help on their board. So that's the problem is Autism Speak has no one who is autistic on their board or part of their organization. So it's like neurotypical people being like, you need to do the, this is what we're going to do. 
so complex, mm -hmm. but it isn't at the same time. It's and, very and simple, honestly. It's, it's just stuff that I, I'm not aware of because I, I don't immerse myself in, in that world. So it's interesting to, to have uh, insight mm -hmm. well, and, I think it's, and it's appreciated. I, I, I think sending mm -hmm. these letters, I know we joke around a lot on the podcast, but I don't know, sometimes a little bit of knowledge goes a long way. It's, we got to learn. And I think that's what it is. I don't, I don't know how you feel, Kale, or other people in the autistic community or other, even the mental health community. I don't feel, or I don't expect anyone to like learn everything themselves, but I do expect people to not make assumptions and allow people who have the thing they're talking about, allow them to teach them. Hmm. So like, I'm not going to go out into the world and assume that I know everything about autism. I don't have autism. But if someone who is autistic wants to tell me about it, I should listen and I should try to learn. For sure. You know, when I made that video about autism, a wonderful member of our community, Jewel, was super helpful. We had a couple other people too um, on Instagram who gave me a ton of helpful information. And, you, you know, it was my job to listen. Now, the one thing I did not do is I didn't speak out about Autism Speaks and be like, they're terrible shame because I didn't have the time, frankly, to research them as a whole and it's a big stance for me to take to be like, I shit on this, you well, know. Yeah, you <clears throat> but I did try to educate people about what you say and don't say and how to interact and you know, what's not appropriate. Like don't say the term Asperger's anymore. Mm. Stuff like that. So anyway, I hope that Kale, I made you proud. Okay. And it says PPS Sia just as bad, but I don't blame how the young actress actress portrayed the character at all as she did what she was told. So it's not her fault for that. So we're going through all the people we talked about in that podcast. And then, PPSS. A few good things to end on. All right. Everything's Gonna Be Okay is an awesome TV series that features an autistic actress, Kayla Cromer, playing an aut autistic female. Very well done. Also on the show is Josh Thomas, whom is also an autistic actor, whom helped create the series itself. That's really cool. Also great rep representation is Hannah Gadsby. She is an amazing, she's amazing in her comedy work, Nanette, and in her work, Douglas. And she comes out as autistic in a splendid way. Very intelligent and very well-spoken. Personally, I think it's important, if not more important, to point out what is great representation rather than just note the bad ones. Mm. I do concur. Admittedly, autism is a community that needs more good representation. And hopefully more will come, especially for females. Yes, because we, we're better at masking and we tend to hide better. Mm. Um, as so many, including doctors, have no clue about the more recent research. Yes, I agree. I agree. Thank you, Kale. That was very, very helpful. Okay. <clears throat> so. A lot to think about there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <sighs> we had somebody who emailed, and we have not replied to, who had a tough time posting a question for AKA. Maybe we should get back to them. I just saw that. Oh, yeah. If you're uh, wondering about the mental health stuff, uh, we do that or Katie does that on the opinions that don't matter channel. That's where because mm -hmm. we're just this is where all the long format goes yes. or long form the content. Podcasts. Yeah. And so if you do have questions, they are answered. Sundays, I post asking for them. I will not be doing it this Sunday because we're going on vacation, bitches. Hi. But on Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern, depending on where you are, if you're in the world, do your calculations, but it'll go live asking for your questions. And then you can put them in and I pick the ones with the most thumbs ups and we film them like Monday afternoons, usually sometimes Tuesdays. Yep. So I go just to got the done tab. editing the last one. Mm -hmm. I just uh, uploaded it and got mm -hmm. everything ready. Man, it takes forever to do these things these days. There's so many steps that 
from uploading to the thumbnails, to the descriptions, to the tags and where you post all over the internet, it's a lot more involved than when we first got started with this, you know, we'd shoot a video and yeah, it's, it's a lot more involved, <laughs> which is kind of why I, we were talking about this the other day. And so stay tuned. Um, but I think I just need to do a video talking about like feeling kind of overwhelmed and yeah. burnt out a little bit. We do have some exciting <laughs> news in that area that mm -hmm. we're looking to bring another person on the team who is going to help manage uh, more aspects of uh, getting, getting me on a schedule and getting uh, me on a schedule, helping us have, make optimize. sure we have all the assets needed to share it with you guys so that you have, you know, what's going on <laughs> a little bit more consistent of a message. <laughs> yeah. I think we've taken this ship as far as we can. Yeah. And now we're taking on water. We got to get someone to plug those holes. <laughs> we're going down. There's a hole in the bucket. Dear, dear Liza. Dear Liza. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. We have a speak pipe and I am excited. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. If you don't know what a speak pipe is, oh, you can yeah. send in audio messages to us. They can last up to 90 seconds, I believe. Mm -hmm. The link is on the screen and feel free to send in your messages. Okay, here we go. Salut tout le monde. This is Father Dubuc from La Turque. Uh, we talk of new religion, but we must be careful not to throw the baby Jesus with the holy bath water. <laughs> Everyone on earth is struggling at the moment, looking for some uh, unshaky ground to stand on. I do not think this is a good time to be wasting our prayer on flash-in-the-pan gods. The Catholic Church have over 2,000 years experience with an established god and a very lean management team. We have God as CEO, then just four levels of manager. We have the priest, the bishop, the cardinal, and then the pope as like a GM, you know? Like it's I said, very lean, like fresh fish on Friday. But we also have serious problem with the public image, mm. which of course, earth membership. I know this. I am working hard on solution to increase membership. For example, for Holy Communion, I think we should get rid of that little piece of bread. It's not much of a snack and it always stick to the roof of your mouth and then you can't chew it because you would be biting the body of the baby Lord Jesus. Come on, man. No, instead, we serve a bite of poutine. Everybody mm, loves poutine. I'm on board. Sign me up. This is why they call me the radical priest. Okay, my sheeps, until we talk again, be kind to each other. Bye. <laughs> okay, my sheeps. <laughs> Gotta love your dad. Uh, I recognize that voice immediately. Immediately. Wow. Uh, so much to take in there. There was a lot to take in, but it was awesome. Your dad's hilarious I, and I love uh, him very much. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Well, uh, a commercial for the Catholic church, I guess. Oh, good job, dad. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Puts in instead of. I would. I, hey. Uh, this is great. Okay. I would, I would have some Putin. Uh, if you'd like to send further messages from your home country or wherever you are, uh, if uh, you want to send in more messages from uh, <laughs> 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 from Quebec, please feel free. That was that was refreshing. Yeah, uh, I like his, his Quebecois accent. He knows it well. He grew up he, in it. I'm impressed with all of your family. I wish I spoke another language better in general i speak french the least though which is pretty shameful well no but like your sister and your dad and like kai and johnny like all of your family like toggle quickly margie they twit they just toggle back and forth like it's Bilingual. nothing because they're yeah it's tough communication is difficult and mm -hmm. we don't have uh very good tools so mm -hmm. 
the Neuralink maybe will allow us to, you know, sync up our thoughts a that little seems bit. Seems a little creepy. Maybe. Well, uh, Dad, I appreciate you sending that mm-hmm. in. That that was fantastic. Well written. He's a better writer. He's than such I am. a great writer. Whenever uh, he writes me emails, they're like. It's like poetry. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's a wordsmith, all right, and yeah. uh, obviously he's mastered the French language, as you can tell by his accent, his accent, <laughs> accent. accent. Uh, so feel free to send in more. I, I look forward I, to the I next heard. edition. What Ep- was his name? Father Dubuc. Um. Yeah, he even had because it didn't come from his email. Yeah. Oh. Friar Dubuc. Yeah, uh, right? Father, Father Dubuc. Dubuc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Moving on. Um, Again, if you want to send in an audio message, you can send in uh, the message. The link is on the screen in mm-hmm. the description below. Speak pipe. It's kind of fun to hear everyone's voices. It is. I enjoy it very much. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Next letter is from one of our staff writers. Okay. And he says, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Moving bats, carpets, hardwood or tile, favorite movies, and what grinds my gears. Ooh, old time <laughs> listener. This is from Christoph. Ah. It's our Austrian buddy. He says, hi, Katie and Sean. Welcome back to the weekly OTDM routine. We missed you. And by the time you read this letter, it might be August. Hey, we're ahead of schedule. Oh, my hands are you so are sweaty. You are so sweaty. I told you this. That was a bad idea. It's the table, I think. No, it's it's this. It's like polyester, and it's the hat. This isn't polyester. This is... Uh... Oh, maybe polyester. I think it might be. It's got holes in it, so it's breathable polyester. That's just debatable. Sturdy. I felt schwitzy. What's up, Christoph, my man? He says, or something like this. So we're ahead of schedule. But I'm glad you found your home. From what I've seen, it looks good. And I'm curious about the podcast room. How fancy to have one. This is like me having a music room where we have a lot of other stuff. And I should really clean it all up. (laughs) We should clean this. If I could show you guys, we need to clean this. The flip side of this is. It's terrible. It looks pretty rough. We also, the movers have been so backed up because everybody's moving. Everybody and their mom is moving. And they left a shit ton of moving blankets, but they want us to hold on to them because they're expensive. And so I have been holding on to them, but they've yet to come pick them up. And yeah. they were supposed to come and they were supposed to come. I'm just going to say this. We're, we've been overly nice about mm-hmm. them leaving their moving blankets with us mm-hmm. because they were supposed to unpack things. And I think they were in a hurry and, and that's fine. And we're, we were okay with it, but they're supposed to take their moving blankets with them. I think these things are expensive, right? Mm-hmm. They're anyways, we have, like 30 of these things we could probably sell them on offer up well i think that's what i'm going to do and well, we're i told them i give them another week yeah and because... if they don't come pick them up we put them on offer up we sell them one at a time we get top dollar for them and we offset the cost of our move i think so because we've we've helped i mean i've given them so many options and they're like can moving we blankets moving 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 by jeremy yeah, jeremy maybe we'll have jeremy help us okay so this podcast room and his music room where he needs to clean things up so I have to admit, I am a bit messy. Yeah. I would never have guessed. Always when I see Kristoff, um, it's like it's just a plain clean background. So you could have fooled me. But it seems you did not only move from one state to another, but you changed the climate as well. More rain and thunderstorms coming your way now. Isn't it strange to have this different weather pattern and not be on vacation? It is, but I'm actually enjoying it. It's It's just weird. It turns on a dime here. Thunder, lightning, sunshine. All in 30 minutes. It's pretty impressive, actually, (laughs) but a little disturbing because I never know what to wear when I go out. So I try and mix and match. I'll wear galoshes with short shorts because you want to stay, you know, cool. Well, I think a lot of people just like those light. That's why I got us those light rain jackets. Billy boots with a rain jacket, you know. 
Yeah, but just keep those with you or your umbrella with you. Like right. anybody you see them walking out, they almost always have an umbrella. I was mocked quite a bit last week when I revealed that I wear cowboy boots with spurs. And if you find that offensive, let me tell you something. You wearing don't. billy boots with spurs is even worse. What are Gal- billy boots? Galoshes, rain galoshes, but with Do spurs. you mean rain boots? Yeah. Well, that's also a way of describing them. Billy boots. Yeah. You know, my spurs, they jingle, jangle, sploosh, sploosh in the puddle. Oh, you know? sploosh, sploosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he does not wear spurs. <laughs> you don't want to get a we, soaker wearing a cowboy boot, you know, so you got to put the spurs on the outside. Of- Do you know how tall cowboy boot? What kind of cowboy boots are you wearing? Short ones. Are they flip-flops? No, like the, the ones with the zipper on them, you know? Zipper. Yeah. They're lady boots, but they're, they're lady cowboy boots and they're... <laughs> They're just more sensible. You know, they got a zipper and you can get in and out a lot quicker. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've got to get in and out real quick. Okay. So certainly something he's talking about the weather. Back oh, to the weather. Yeah. Your hands are like cold and clammy. <laughs> I'm nervous about tonight's game. <laughs> How much time do we have? Are we doing okay? Oh, yeah, we're doing fine. Okay. So certainly something that you have to get used to and so much more space. This reminds me of when we moved from our um, from apartment to our current one, which has lots of rooms. When we brought the dogs over, not the current pack, but the one before, they wandered around the apartment for several days, just marveling on the huge amount of space now available to them. Oh, and we even once <clears throat> had a bat in our apartment. Oh. oh my God. One day it fell off the ceiling. <laughs> Ooh, which was just the wood construction with some clothes below. We took it and sent it outside and they're, pro- oh, they're protected in Austria. I mean, we have a ton of bats in Austin. I mean, Austria is right next to Transylvania. So, but Austin has one of the largest bat colonies. It it has the largest known bat colony in the world, is underneath the bridge or whatever in Austin. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I I don't, I think bats are adorable, but I don't want them like flying towards me. They eat all the mosquitoes or whatever Mm -hmm. at night. I think they're wonderful. Yeah. Oh, we had a member of our community so kindly offer to give us. An owl box. Sweet mother. I was so excited. I wonder if I overwhelmed her with my response because I wrote back, oh my God. We're going to have an owl box. You just made my night. I know. Speaking of which, and I won't interrupt Christoph anymore because I really want to get into his letter. Mm -hmm. But last night at about 3.30 in the morning, I Uh was awoke. And I, I think that this is very much like the Truman Show. There's always little things that happen that are coincidences such as we talked about wanting mm. to get an owl box. We yes. researched on YouTube. Then someone from the community reached out and said, my I husband and these. I make them. Mm-hmm. And they offered well, they to send us one. they own a company that makes them, yes. Yeah. And then, so you put things out in the universe and it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, I have an app on my phone called BirdNet. We love the birds and we like to know what they are. There's one that sounds like a laser beam in our neighborhood. It's called a Northern Cardinal. Cardinal. Which and is, it's bright orangey red and it's beautiful. Considering that we're living in the South, it's kind of interesting that it's here, but He's I think confused. just by name, just he kidding. also lives all over the place. Yeah. You know? It sounds like laser beams. Pew, 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 pew. He does. Pew, 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 pew. He's like, tweet, pew, pew, pew. It's really cool. It's like and exactly it, what it sounds and like. And it sounds like ambisonic where it goes from your left ear to your right mm-hmm. ear. I don't know how he does it. He's, he's better than a Bose stereo. They're everywhere and they're beautiful. But last night at three in the morning. <laughs> I am awoken by a noise and it was like, oh, really? Sean recorded. I haven't listened yet. I woke up and I was like, ah, it's an owl. It's an our owl. owl. He's looking for his box. He's going to deliver a baby. But we don't have no, it. No, it's yet. a stork. <laughs> but, but yeah, he's looking Wait, for his box. Wait, we don't want to. Is it a dog? But I, I, I didn't want to get my hopes up about the owl baby showing up, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I turned Bird on Net. BirdNet and I recorded it. And it was, it was a little too faint of a signal. Yet I played it. I sent it to the cloud and mm-hmm. the cloud came back and said, 
we can confirm that this is a barred owl. We looked up what a barred owl was. I Wikipedia immediately. They're beautiful. Because the app can take you to, you know, the description of the- So you can learn more about them. It turns out that the barred owl is not native to here, but it is an invasive bird. Oh. And they show you a map of North America where it lives. It has not made it to our area yet. It is in East and North oh, Texas. We have the first one. We may have the first it's one, guys. Re- you heard it here first. So he was- asking if his house was ready, much like there's a housing crisis everywhere. Yeah. He heard that we were building and he's come to look. He put his application in. And we accepted it. I left him a message. Um, I said, you're invasive. Get out. You're like those mosquitos, those, <laughs> no. those mosquitoes. No, but I asked him if he likes to eat mice because we have a mice problem. We so do. I left him a note. Hopefully I'll get a message back tonight when he comes back. Mm-hmm. But he hung out for about five minutes hoo-hooing mm. and... Uh, then he took off. I don't yeah, know you he's... told me. I woke up to go pee around that time, probably because you stirred. So then I stirred, and you were like, well, there's an owl. He was all excited. <laughs> was really like, excited. he's totally awake. And I'm like, I just got to go pee. What's happening? I hadn't uh, heard an owl yet since living I here. thought we'd heard one already. I saw one mm. swoop through the yard. Mm. I asked our neighbor, and he said, oh, yeah, there's owls here. Oh, yes. I hadn't seen one. That, and that's they, when we're like, we'll get the box. Well, I was worried about getting the box because our neighbor has a very small dog, and I heard that owls can grab they don't leave their dog out ever no i know but i I didn't want to be responsible for their dog going missing because we put an owl box outside their dog's a little big for that i mean it's small for a dog Mm -hmm. like it's like this big an owl i'm sure they could if they needed to tall owls but there's also micro owls little baby owls yeah and those the full grown ones Mm -hmm. it's a burrow owl they're no. really cute. Anyway, we're obsessed with owls. Thank you to the person in our community. I don't know if she wants me to say her name, but the message me about the owl box. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll I'll put the uh, the link to their company in the description. Oh yeah, yeah. You can get your own. Get your own. And owl then box. we're we're gonna you know we'll show you we'll show ourselves putting it up and post about it. I'm so excited. People know, and then we can um, show you know like a little camera. Mice running away, it. terrified. You know? I hope so. Yeah. Oh, okay. you want to hear? Okay, last oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the mice. So my sister and I, we <laughs> have watched Kids in the Hall ever since Kids in the Hall had come out. It's a, com- ever, a skit ever. comedy show from Canada. And there's an episode I've talked about before. And it's where the guy is doing battle with the mouse that's He's living like in his house. He's like breaking into his walls. He's like tearing everything he's apart. He's pooping to everywhere in, his, this, yeah, yeah. in the guy's apartment. So he's he's got to get rid of this problem, guys. And at one point he's at work and he's exhausted because he, he, he's been, you know, staying up late mice. trying to deal with his mouse. He goes to take a bite of his uh, his bread and mouse poop falls over the bread <laughs> and goes into his mouth. And the guy's He's like, like the mouse pooped in my bread. <laughs> and his sister, Kim dies at that. That is so funny to her. Like you and her both. She still says it to but this day. If she says it just a little, she can barely get through it without laughing. Yeah. They crack me up. So um, there I am in the garage yesterday. And this is before I heard the owl. So everything is coming. This is like the Truman Show. Full everything circle. Is- it's all playing out. The universe is unfolding as it should. So I'm in the garage. I'm cleaning up. I'm getting things ready. And I thought I had gotten rid of all the mice because there's no more mice poop in the garage for about a week. Yeah, Sean's been perfect. He swept it all out and we put in a little trap. But nothing in the trap. And it's not a trap. It's like a, like a, a... It's a poison. No, no, no. It's not a poison. It's like a environmentally safe. The the guy, he, he gets trapped in it and then you you let him out you release him mm-hmm. yeah thank you humane trap yes i couldn't think of the word anyways uh we do have a uh, we have an attic attic in the garage so i i've never opened it before and so yeah. i i'm underneath and you pull the string and then the ceiling part opens up and i'm looking up 
Your mouth wasn't open. Don't pretend that <laughs> no, it was. No, my mouth was open. I was just No, looking. you already told me it wasn't. And then and then the mice poop okay. rained down, but it didn't hit me. It landed like around me. I was he said protected he was, he was by back. He was like farther back in order to pull it down. <laughs> and it rained And as if you'd ever open something like that with your mouth open. Like, <laughs> what are you, Chachi? Oh, my God. So uh, anyways, I was I didn't get any mouse poop in my mouth, mm-hmm. but uh, it was... But he was like, oh, Katie, there's poop up there. And I was yeah. like, we know we have a mouse problem. There wasn't a ton, but there was a, a good like 30 pellets that fell. That's a lot. Little dookies. Yeah. They are, you know. At least they're little dookies. Yeah. Little Tootsie Rolls. Little okay. Little. Sorry, guys. I went off track. Okay. Christoph, I'm sorry. Let's get into it. Back into the apartment. So they were amazed with their amount of space and they had the bat. Okay. So we're all caught up. So it fell off the ceiling and they're protected in Austria. I find them very interesting animals. We were once invited to a bat watch with some experts from university. That's really cool. Because then you get to learn about them. But you could not see them clearly when they were flying without uh, oh, without sound in dusk. So if they don't have their, it's like a radar type thing. But they like, pew, pew, pew. They Echolocation. Make, yeah, they do the, what's it, what's it called? Sonic. Yeah. So, uh, Sonic boom and they fly. No, but it's, it's some sonar, right? Yeah. Is that it? Anyway, they use that to know where they are in relation to things so they don't run into anything. You said you were surprised that people put carpets on the dining room floor. And actually, I think those carpets are strange anyways. And with dogs, absolutely not practical. In our apartment, we have it almost everywhere. Oh, we have almost everywhere tiles, Mm. which are really easy to clean. Hardwood floors only in the sleeping rooms. And more on that in what grinds my gears section below. Now, I was talking to my friend Christina, who also moved to Austin, and her house has all wood floors. And she was like, do not, absolutely do not. She's like, everything scratches them. The kids ruin them. I move furniture and like dig into it. I drop something heavy, dense it. She's like, tiles, tiles all the way. As a, a new homeowner, I'll trust the person who's owned homes before. So, okay. Anyways, in... Episode 66, get your kicks, Route 66. I think you asked about favorite movies and immediately the 1960s classic Easy Rider came to mind. Don't ask me why, but this movie touched something in my heart. I can watch it over and over again. And of course, I do enjoy the music. I don't know if it's the if the story is true, but the soundtrack of Easy Rider is not the result of a marketing campaign. It was simply the favorite playlist of Peter Fonda at the time of shooting the movie. The movie. Man, did he have great taste. I don't know if I've listened to that uh, it's a soundtrack. Fan, it's a fantastic movie. The story behind the making of it mm-hmm. is a complete nightmare from <laughs> the standpoint of the producer. People being and, divas? No, but they gave them a bag of cash to go make this movie. And it, you know, they came back with, it, there really wasn't a lot of usable material. Mm. It's uh, there's a book called uh, Easy Riders and Raging Bulls, and it's about yeah, the yeah you have that I've seen it yeah filmmaking in the in the '60s and kind of the changing of the guard and mm. it, it's fantastic. It, it's a great story, great film. Christoph's got great taste. He does. He really does. So, but I do enjoy other movies as well. Some classics in their own right, like Stalker by Tarkowski, a strange movie, but I like those kinds of films. French filmmakers can or could also make great movies. So, the what grinds my gears section. As I told Katie, we are remodeling our main bathroom and the kitchen. The agreed time frame for the bathroom was two weeks. It's never, I, I hate to dampen anybody's excitement over remodeling or repairs because 
we don't even have that much that we need done and it has taken a while. Takes a little longer than than you think. And they estimate. and they say we're going to come in this day and then they call you the next day and they're like we're not going to come in that day. It's a guessing game. <laughs> okay. So two weeks and when they started the contractor said that they could be finished by the end of the week. Well that was 3 weeks ago and they're still not done. Huh. Although they didn't have to rip out the old bathroom as this has been done already a while back. So okay, so they ripped it out. So then they didn't have that. And then, okay. So this is like six weeks ago, by the way. It's a long time. But on some days, the necessary workers didn't show up. Then they didn't work very fast. Now it's almost finished. It looks good. That's our neighbor who always revs his engine. I don't know if they'll hear it, but now it's almost finished. It looks good, but we are waiting for the electrician to install the necessary plugs and the lights Mm. and the glass walls for the shower are still missing. That will be the last thing usually, at least from my friends who've renovated bathrooms, because we're debating, we have two that need renovated. The wall, the glass shower stuff takes forever. People wait like weeks for that. In the meantime, our landlord prohibited the use of the second shower as it was leaking and he is afraid of damage to the building. So what are you supposed to do? Shower in the one without the the the, the like glass walls and leak water all over that way? Hmm. I guess maybe we'll learn. Okay. And today we discovered a water leak in our third shower. So now they should really finish ASAP. We only have two showers here. So yeah, pretty, it, it's, it said there's a lot of rooms. Mm. Dogs were excited. Yeah. And then... There's the kitchen. Here they are, likely in the time frame. They took out the old kitchen last Monday, fixed the walls, put in new tiles, and painted the room, while the new kitchen from Ikea was delivered on Wednesday. Now, we have tons of packages with furniture laying around everywhere, but today, at least, the new fridge was put in place. Oh, sweet. That does we When we ordered our fridge for this, because our our old fridge wouldn't fit because of the way the, the fridge way the has door to sit. Is- yeah, it sits against the wall, so the door would like whop into the wall and damage it, and it wouldn't open. Frankly, um, not having a fridge makes everything difficult because then you're like ordering in and trying to like living out of a cooler and pantries. It's just not good. Okay, so the fridge is put in, and we're lucky to have lots of pa- plastic plates, cups, and cutlery. I had to buy that stuff too, so we don't use the normal stuff as we don't have a dishwasher right now. Mm-hmm. Having construction in the apartment really drags me down as it goes. Um, now into the fourth week and an end is not really in sight even if they finish the bathroom and kitchen next week there are still many square feet of floors which need to be repaired and new tiles have to be put there this will certainly take until the end of june and i'm not sure if it will be if i'll be able to handle the whole shit you can do it buddy we're rooting for you well hopefully it's done last time i talked to christoph on the group hangout on patreon it was still happening but things were moving along sorry dude and I believe we were just waiting for finishing touches in the bathroom. Christoph, uh, maybe there's an update in here and we just haven't gotten to it. It's like I, that TV show, Grand Design, that we watch. Inevitably, yeah. people move into their construction. Because yeah, it takes twice as long. And boy, it does not cost look, twice as much, usually, they say. It doesn't look fun. I, I'm no. sorry. And everybody's told, even my friend Christina, because Sean and I were like, oh, maybe, you know, if we were able, we'd like buy a plot of land and slowly build something. And all of my friends are like, do not do that to yourself. Do not try to build a home. You know what I'd like to do though? I'd like to purchase a modular home that is pre-done in a factory that shows up and they bolt it together and put it together within like a week or something like that. You know, the new style houses. If they really do that, if it actually is. I know that. So what everybody says is 
that just the building process in and of itself and getting the foundation and all this stuff is like it costs twice as much and it takes twice as long. Now, sure, maybe. Where's the know. truth in advertising? You know, you want why can't they just be honest? I think because there's too many variables. Yeah, and they spread they're doing them. the best they can. Well, also, I think they spread themselves too thin. They say yes to jobs that they know they can't finish on the in the time that they said. I would grind my gears too, Kristoff. Sorry, dude. Okay, so um, this will certainly take till the end of June, and I'm not sure, yes, if I'll be able to handle it, especially as I'm now looking for a new job and might have job interviews anytime via Zoom of Teams. I should look presentable for these. So this is the newest news from Austria. By the time this letter comes to the podcast, there will be more news, and I'll keep you posted. Thank you. Hope you're doing well, Christoph. P.S. And I like the Discord server. I have to get used to it, but I think it's a great idea to talk to the whole community of OTDM followers. Yeah. Yay. Uh, cool. If you are uh, curious what the Discord server is, follow the link below and take a look. It's kind of interesting. We're getting to see different uh, threads of conversations show up. Some are ridiculous. Some are fun. Some are uh, mental health based about your mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. your your channel, which is cool. We just kind of lumped everything together and we're letting it sort itself out. And it's it's interesting to see develop. I think it's fun. People can share. Yeah. It's cool. Yep. Do we have time for more stories? Uh, we are running up against it. We could probably do one more. Okay, let's do one more. This is from Aaron, our, our fan of Blue October. Ah, Blue October. And this is entitled Hospital Stories. Hospital Stories. I, don't, don't, I feel like I needed that. Hello, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM family. Hello. In podcast 67, you were reading Matt's letter and it mentioned the hospital and it made me think of a couple of stories that I wanted to share with you. I remember Matt's stories. I had done something to end up in the ER. Nothing too major because I was in the walking wounded section, probably with a sprained ankle or something. Anyway, that's The walking wounded sounds like you're in... uh, It sounds like the walking dead. Oh, I was thinking more like a... A Vietnam film, you oh, know, where yeah. like they're, you like got your crutch, yeah, you're like, and you're like oh, hobbling around. Mm-hmm. You're the walking, like Mash. Yes, the walking wounded. Okay, so this is not the point. She says, "It's not the point of the story." Mom and I were sitting in one of the patient rooms, waiting to be seen, when we hear a bit of a commotion. In a loud voice, the doctor says, how did you get back here? This is just barely a scratch. Here, have a Band-Aid and go home. I have real patience to see. Wow. Damn. We didn't know what happened next because the doctor came in to see me. The other story. Oh, so they don't even know. Jeez, little Doctors have bad bedside manner. Apparently. Barely a scratch. Could have taken a Band-Aid. Jeez. Wouldn't a nurse have like triaged them? Like, how did he get so far? Maybe that's where he's mad. Maybe it's like his son or something. He's like, you jerk. You know, people can be rude to their own family more than they would be to strangers, possibly. What do you guys think? Aaron, that was such a cliffhanger. We don't even know what to do with (laughs) it. We'll never know. We don't know. But he just came in to see her next. So the other story I thought of was when I was in my teens, I had an allergic reaction to a medication. And for a couple of days, I was getting welts to the point where I could write my name on my arm gently with my finger and welts would appear. What is that? That reminds me of like Steven Johnson syndrome, which is like a, a really crazy adverse reaction to a, a psychotropic medication. It's usually like antidepressants and it's very, very rare, you guys. But like your skin starts to slough off. I know. I never want to have a syndrome named after me, you know, to be the first person right. to discover it. Poor Stephen Johnson. Right. 
Well, looks like you got Sean St. Yeah. Louis disease. What's that, right. Doc? Well, you fell on your head well, a couple of times and now you're just not right. We couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> so we're calling it your name and here we go. Shit. But even like Lou Gehrig's disease, that's terrible. I, I think know? there's a comedy bit by. Which who, is ALS, the, right? Lou Gehrig's is ALS. Yeah. yeah. Who did the uh, asshole song? I'm an asshole. A-S-S-H. Who is that comedian? E. I can look it up. Yeah. Because I don't know. We talked about it He's a while. funny. I don't He's remember. Uh, from Boston, blonde hair. Jeez, what's his name? I know PJ's probably at, at home yelling, <laughs> you idiot. It's, uh, but I, I forget. Anyways, he, mm-hmm. did you find it? Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Thank you very much, PJ. I appreciate it. Oh, Katie. <laughs> um, so Dennis Leary did a bit, I think about that. Imagine getting Lou Gehrig's disease, you know, and and you're Lou Gehrig, you know, he, mm-hmm. what, what are the odds? I think was the bit. Anyways, Dennis yeah. Leary does not do politically correct humor. So, well, that's all I have. On okay. That. That's all we have. Yeah. Okay. So she had an allergic reaction. So she write her name in the welts would appear. Yes. We were in con- a constant contact with my doctor. Then suddenly I was having issues breathing and mom rushed me to the hospital. Oh, no. And I, um, and I went in while she parked and I was in line at the triage desk when the nurse stopped what she was doing with another patient, walked past another and came up to me and checked a few things and asked a few questions. And then she turned to another nurse and said for her to take me into a room and start treating me now. Now. The two people ahead of me got upset saying they were here first, but the nurse said, you'll be seen, but breathing comes first. They grumbled and groaned some more, but I was taken back and had medications and a mask with breathing treatment on me within minutes. When I was finally able to breathe, the doctor uh, said to my mom and me that I was in, I was within minutes of my throat closing. Ooh, like an allergic reaction, like okay. ana, like anaphylactic. Do shock. they call it anaphylaxis when it your airway completely closes? I think that's one of the the side effects of an anaphylactic or going into anaphylactic shock. Mm-hmm. Is, I could be wrong. I thought so too, but I don't know if that's like a more full. You need an epipen, system. right? Yes. Well, for some, depends on what it is, but yes. Um, that was a very scary situation. Thank goodness for that attentive and caring nurse who got me in so fast. Well, that's it for me. Hugs from Toronto, Aaron. Would that's another cliffhanger. That that well, she's fine. They got her. Oh, no, that's in. a good point. It was okay. Yeah, okay. <sighs> she she lives to tell us the tale. I got Sean. pretty te- tense Hello. there. Yeah. Pretty pretty tense. Pretty tense. I'm a teepee when we go on. I'm a teepee when You're too tense. Do you want to do one more? Yeah, okay. um, that would be great. Thank you for writing in, by the way, Yes, Aaron. thank you, Erin. Good to hear from you. From uh, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. I don't know if that's how she says it. That's how I'm going to say it. In the land of the CN Tower. Now, this is Matt. Hi, Matt. It says, German dorms, my blood disease, and a funny ID story. Oh. It says, moin, Katie moin. and Sean, moin. This is kind of the reply to your questions and surprises when reading my last letter in episode 67. Do you remember his yeah. blood? Is, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the same in every dorm in Germany, but in the city where I studied and still live, the gender of the people living together didn't matter because hmm. we had it all separated, at least in the States, the ones that I knew. Um, but we also only shared a kitchen. So my roommate and I had my roommate and I had our own bedrooms and bathrooms. There are also dorms where they share a bathroom, but it's always one bedroom per person, which is the important thing here, I guess. Totally, because I was thinking that they were roommates, like we shared rooms, like there were two in each room always. I also volunteer in a youth organization for LGBTQ plus people, and some of our projects do weekend trips. In youth hostels or generally where people sleep in the same room, only people of the same gender can share a room. 
I think sharing with a different gender would be possible if the parents or caregivers allowed it, but I'm not completely sure. I just know that it's an important topic for young trans people. True. That would make sense. Regarding my blood disease, I do not have hemophilia. I have ITP, which stands for immune thrombocytopenic purpura. Immune thrombocytopenic purpura. Or idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura. Say that fast three times. I can barely say it once. I'm just Can I buy the letter E? I'm I'm hanging on here. Uh, Yes, there's a lot of them. Actually, there's only one. Oh. Uh, You'd want to buy like a O. Imagine if they had medical wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, can I can I get another? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like R. I'd like S- to buy a lot of vowels. T- I'm gonna buy L N and mm-hmm. the vowel E. That's R S T L N E. Bing 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 bing. You're like, hmm. Is it? Is it idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura? It is. What? You win. <laughs> you match. Imagine medical the number, wheel of fortune. The number of boxes. Oh, you could make some good money if oh, you, you could really, if you really make knew some, some good of the money. stuff. I wouldn't make a lot of money because I would never guess it. I would never get it. I bet you some doctors out there would do a really good job. Yeah, my cousin Amanda could be on that. Okay. It says, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I'll try to explain the differences. Okay. So hemophilia is a genetic disease where the body isn't able to coagulate or make blood clots. Mm-hmm. ITP is an autoimmune disease. So that is already the big differentiator, right? Genetic disease versus autoimmune disease where the body produces antibodies that destroy the thrombocytes or the platelets. So I guess people with hemophilia have a quote unquote normal amount of platelets, but they just don't work. And I usually don't have enough of them, like enough platelets. So theoretically, my body is able to coagulate. There are probably different treatment options, but the only that I know about, or, but I only know about some options for ITP because I've had this disease since I was 11 or 12. Also, hemophilia mostly affects males. Yes, it does. It's true. Because when I went to the Healthy Voices Conference, all the, mm. um, they were all males, all the advocates. Mm. As in people with XY chromosomes, which brings me to the next topic. I am trans, so I was assigned female at birth, but I identify as non-binary. Any pronouns are fine, by the way. I've been transitioning since I was almost 20, which has been about six years now. And the looking younger part is something that most trans masculine people know because there's a phase between the realization and the hormone replacement therapy, if there is hormone replacement therapy, where you're trying to look more masculine, like short hair, male clothes, and um, and there you're either seen as a female Um, about your actual age and possibly gay or a male, but much younger. That's interesting. That's in combination with my height because I'm five, two ish is probably why people thought I was about 12 when I was actually 19. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And why they still think I'm below 18 at age 25. So that was like the, the looking young thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyways, here's another story about being talked down at when buying alcohol. Ah. I guess I should say first that the legal drinking age here in Germany is 16 when it comes to stuff like beer and wine and 18 when it comes to the stronger stuff. It's important. So I was 19 and it was about the time where the ER accident happened. Okay. And I wanted to buy some sweets for my family as Christmas presents. Marzipan is very big where I live. I love marzipan. What is marzipan? It's like like buttery frosting. Isn't it like, I thought it was an almondy flavor. Oh. Isn't that what marzipan is? It's yeah, like a Wait, almond. is that the hard shell they put on cakes? Like the outer layer? Is it's that a marzipan? Confection. So it's a, it's a, 
It's a confection consisting primarily of sugar or honey and almond meal. Yeah. Sometimes uh, augmented with almond oil or extract. It's marzipan, delicious. Venus pan, Uranus pan. I do love marzipan. Uranus? So it's like an almond, almond uh, candy or not candy, cookie. I would okay. Because confection. Gotcha. Okay. So I love marzipan. And my family loves it. So I went to the store where you can buy marzipan in every shape and form. I've never had to translate marzipan, but apparently it's the same in English. Yes, it is. Maybe because it's like popular there and that's where the word came from. Uh, it sounds like a Germanic word. Yeah. Marzipan. Marzipan. Like, within, my, uh, within my selection were two very small pieces that had alcohol in them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because sometimes it's like uh, when you get those like rum balls or whatever and they like have rum in them or yeah, okay. they can have uh, even those cherry cordial, you know, there can be like little yeah. stuff in there. A little, a little kick mm-hmm. to it, not to get you intoxicated, but just to give you that hint of like. Yeah, exactly. It's that like the alcohol burn that. Okay. Uh, when I wanted to pay for all the stuff, the cashier was like, you got your parents with you again, talking to me as if I was a toddler. But I think that was the only time it came up with a good when Oh that I came up with a good response. No, but I got my ID. <laughs> Stuff that up, roll it real tight. After showing her my ID, she was kind of embarrassed and apologized, but the best part was the guy behind me. He was definitely older and was very confused when he wasn't asked for ID. I guess he thought that I was at least 16. So, hey, he thought so. The letter, This letter was even longer than my last one. Whoops. I hope you have a wonderful day. Until next time, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, and Matt. It says, P-S-O. Oh, POC person or people of color member because the roommate and PPS. Maybe I'll send in stories about the origins of my name sometime soon. I would sure. love that. Please send it in. That would be wonderful. Cool. Okay. I think that's all we've got. That's all we have. That's all we got for well, today. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot more. We letters. are getting close. We are June 6th in our. Email. Oh, that's good. We're not that far so off. So we're like a month away. <laughs> <laughs> we made no progress. I'm sorry, guys. You no, are we- doing such a good job reading. I am definitely not doing my part in reading but you don't like to read and you don't do it you know I'm, i do it all the time as like part of my job in a way yeah you act letters. it out so it's i enjoy good. the reading i know it's I, fun i like what i like hearing you uh, and watching remember when i tried to read to you harry potter and... you're like i want you to read to me and i read you and you fell asleep immediately it was very soothing <laughs> much like this podcast all 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 good boys and girls now's the time when we say goodbye what and is it my mom always we says? We send you off to dreamland. She says, trizzle, trazzle, trizzle, drum. Now trizzle, the time. trazzle. Now our trizzle, time trizzle. has finally come or something. Yeah. It's one from a show when she was a kid. It's like a, we pulled it up on YouTube to watch it. It was yeah. like a turtle with a wizard. Right. And right. they go back. Stop talking weird. Get a little nice warm uh, cup of milk. This is usually in the morning when they, well, it depends on where they live. But. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for sending in your letters. If you want to send us a story, send it to otdmpod at gmail.com. Alternately, if you want to send in a speak pipe, do that. Oh, yes, the speak, the speaky pipe. Thanks again to my dad again. But we are behind and we apologize, but we will get there. Have a wonderful weekend. We love you all. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.